Welcome to The Midlife Gamers, the show about two guys in their 30s talking video games. My name is Corey Beasley, and as always, joining me on controller number two is my good friend here, Ashton Strong. Ashton, how you doing, man? I am in great spirits. I have had many woes this past week, but I feel great now. Because we get to do this podcast! Mm-hmm. Get to do this podcast. I'm excited to bring it to everybody. And, and the awesome thing now is we are officially Twitch affiliates. Yeah! We actually had our first sub prior to going live. Guys, yeah. it's real. It's happening. <laughs> we did it. We're big time we now. Did. We're big We're time. We're affiliates. Yeah. We got a we sub. Get, you, know, you know how I like just <laughs> plug constantly like a... Like a monster. I, we have ad buttons. I can just be as shameless as humanly possible now. The powers I have. <laughs> tis true. Tis true. Now, it's it's awesome. So last week we were off because I went away on vacation, but we kind of really crammed it out the last couple days before I went away so we can make sure we hit the numbers to reach affiliate and then everything just kind of came together while I was gone. So... Um, while I was away, I was in West Virginia uh, for the first Born time. Born and ever. raised? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not. <laughs> no, um, no. My uh, my girlfriend's parents got a cabin down there um, in a really really remote area of West Virginia, and um, it was uh, it was actually really nice. I mean, we were like. 25 minutes away from the closest town uh there was only like maybe god five or six total cabins it had its own little lake and everything i mean you were you were secluded away from everything although the one thing that i found really funny is that everybody who had verizon telephone service or cell phone service i should say had no service whatsoever really yeah none none um and i have sprint and for whatever reason i was roaming but I was still getting an LTE signal. What was the primary in the area? What's that? What was the primary? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I, ta- I don't know what towers I was connecting to. Part of me is beginning to wonder if because of the Sprint T-Mobile merger that that kind of helped things in my favor. But um, my uh, my girlfriend has Verizon. Her mother her her parents have Verizon, and there was a couple other people at the cabins there who also had Verizon. And I mean, they had nothing. They had the X through their bars. Like they literally oh. they couldn't even get a roaming signal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, it's like all right, all these Verizon users having a hotspot off me with my sprint service which is almost unheard of i mean yeah it's weird because like of what they tote mm-hmm. and they're like where they we got we're everywhere yep well you're not yep. there but no while uh while i was away we uh we got the emails and everything confirming that we were affiliates with twitch which is pretty freaking awesome so um one thing that i will want to mention here now especially since we are affiliates is that now anybody who wants to now has the option to support us in several different ways so if you like the podcast you want to help us out continue to keep it going keep it growing thus to be able to bring more to you every single week then you know we'd appreciate any support we can get so a few ways you can do that is one you can do what our friend joe here did and uh, joe kernozik from the uh, nightmare feed podcast he was our first official sub so you can go to our our twitch channel and you can sub uh and actually this is the perfect month for it because twitch is running september right now and yep which means uh i think it means this 
the six month subs are discounted by 30 percent i'll have to double check that one but you can go on if you go on twitch you'll be able to see like which which subs are discounted i don't know if the one month is or not but but either way that's one way you can support us um another way is we we take bits through twitch you can donate bits and cheer us on yeah exactly. give us a big rah, rah. Yeah. Um, whether if it's whether if it's during the podcast or if you want to cheer on ashton or myself when we are streaming our gameplay on the channel um, i can use it sometimes guys <laughs> i'm just saying i don't want to yes. guilt you Ashton plays a lot of Bloodborne, so please, I do. please cheer him up. I'm in, I can't get down this fucking pair of stairs. I can't. It's impossible, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, but another way you can support us as well is that we uh, we do uh, accept donations through PayPal. Uh, easiest way to get to that if you're not you know on our Twitch channel at the time is you can just go to the midlifegamers.com and right there on our homepage is a button where you can donate straight through PayPal to us if you so choose. If not, it's fine. We just appreciate everyone being here. It's pretty awesome. It's just those are some options now in case anybody does want to support us in yeah, any way. Those are um, and we want to make this a job. We want to do this forever, forever. It would be awesome. Um, next week, I will be officially putting up a couple items for our merch store. That's right, people. We're going to have some merch coming. We're going to have some t-shirts coming your way. So that'll be another way that if you want to support us. And also, you want to you rock our awesome logo? Yeah, go ahead. Pick up a t-shirt. It is a nice logo. Did you know Corey made it? Corey made our logo. <laughs> it's a good I logo. Did. I did. I Wear guess. it. I've got some. I got some graphic design skills. A little bit. A little bit. Maybe one day you could have my face on a shirt. You want my face on a shirt? Yes, you do. Don't even I mean, lie. I, could, I mean, I can make that happen. Like, Easy. I mean, if you missed the pre-show, Ashton and I were trying to discuss, you know, his shameless plugs and how to turn that into a T-shirt. I love <laughs> plugging like this plug right now. Did you know you can find our? Sp- Podcast on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, you were Google. You were about to say, you know, you can find our Spotify. <laughs> yes, I was. I was so close. Do you know where you can find our Spotify? It's where our podcast is. Oh, oh, and and to add to that, to add to that, Ashton, you got two more places you got to add to that plug. Starting next week, I believe September 9th is going to be the first day that our podcast will be available on Amazon Music as well as audible.com. You hear that? You know what's on Audible? That sick Sandman thing. Oh, check it out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Audible. I mean, yeah, well, it's, it's like new. It's some books. Thing. They just books. recently added I've, them. I've listened to quite a few audiobooks on Audible. Sandman's a good story. I know. I know Sandman's a good story. It's uh, It already has or is being turned into a It was supposed series? to be turned into a movie, but I think they're I think it's, turning no, into a show. Yeah, I think it's going to be a series now because yeah. I know, I know Kevin, It'd be best that way. Oh, my God. The Kevin, stuff in... Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith was uh, he's he's been raving about it lately. So um, that'll be that'll be pretty cool. I agree. Like I feel like it's definitely going to be better as a series than as trying to do it as a movie. So uh, it's actually um, Lucifer. Um, I recently watched the entire series. Um, Lucifer in the Netflix show that was on Fox is actually in Sandman, and technically it's a sequel ish like spin-off from that storyline oh yeah that's awesome that's really yeah. cool so it's uh, yeah. yeah 
<laughs> um, no, so since we've been, we were on the subject of Twitch and streaming and everything like that, I'm going to continue on with what I've been doing for the past couple weeks here and bringing the weekly streamer shout outs. This is where I'm just kind of trying to promote other streamers, help them out. And these are streamers who have helped us as well. So they are that. friends. Exactly. So they're friends. So if you support us, go and support them. And I'm going to be starting something new here. Um, one of our biggest supporters right now is a community that I become a part of. as a CR gaming community. Um, they do a lot of stuff to help us out with uh, between just members in the Discord, listening to the podcast, providing us feedback on what they like, what they don't like, what they just just in general, like awesome feedback we've been getting on the show. Um, so every week going forward. CR Gaming is going to be the official sponsor of the weekly streamer shout-out portion of the show. So if you are becoming a streamer or want to become a streamer and don't know where to start or you need help with, you know, just getting yourself out there and getting more views, definitely check out the CR Gaming community. Um, you can basically find them on any social media right now. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Twitter. You can message us and we can put you in contact with them. Um, awesome, awesome community. It is a support for support community. Not a follow for follow, sub for sub, anything like that. It is support for support. You'll find great people in that community. So you join in. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll join in your stuff. So yeah, again, let's see CR gaming community. They're amazing, amazing people. So with that being said, this week's shout out is going to Mosh Pit Meltdown. He is a dude who I discovered uh, through another Discord, not CR, um, but he actually made his way over to CR and he's been an awesome part of the group and him and I have interacted quite a bit between watching each other's streams and he's already become a massive fan of the podcast. So if you want a cool guy to go check out, he... uh, he play, he's been playing a lot of Fall Guys lately. Um, he does some Call Popular of Duty. Popular game. Yeah, and he does some Call of Duty as well. Uh, he's over in the UK awesome. as well. So yeah, check out Moshpit Meltdown. He's an awesome, awesome guy. And uh, one other streamer that I want to shout out is a streamer by the name of Reaper C. And he actually is TTV. So TTV underscore reaper c um he also has a discord community where he tries to help out streamers as well so check out both mosh pit meltdown and ttv underscore reaper c um both awesome 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 guys who are all about supporting streamers and they have some great communities that that you should check out Uh, i'm a streamer yeah we're streamers we are streaming we're we're podcasters we're streamers we are an entertainment smorgasbord They help us. We help them. They help you. I'm a s'more. Like a s'more. Um, That's right. Power Rangers. Yeah. Go, go Power Rangers. Um, so, guess what it's time for? It's time for um, me to unveil. So that you're a liar? That I am a liar. Why are you lying? What you lying about? Don't lie. So... I was about to say last week, but there was no podcast last week. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we ended the show with my two truths and a lie. And I actually didn't remember what they were up until we spoiler (laughs) alert, everybody. This is is a theme that we got going on. We say these things and then we're like, oh, yeah, we should take note. No notes. Nope. 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 And we actually might do may may eventually finally here get a poll up for when we do this. (laughs) That'd be nice. Um, Well, you know what the problem is, is Facebook. 
Facebook and them removing the damn polls. Yeah, it's so. stupid. It's the stupidest thing in the world. But we can do them on Twitch. We could do we them can. live. We so can. we could do them in the post game. We in can. the post, not we the can. post game. Post but it's, but it's like, But it's like, how, how do we get it so that it's throughout the week? So that people get a chance to guess throughout the week as they listen to the show. That's, That's my true. problem. That's my problem. So we'll figure that out. We will. But until then, let's get through these. So number one, I made over $300 selling Ninja Turtles at a yard sale when I was 10 years old. Um, It was, you know, I had the Sewer City. I had the Technodrome. I had everything. Um, Number two. Number two, I made on average around $40 a week making copies of CDs, mixed CDs, and copies of PlayStation 1 games. So you're a hustler. <laughs> you were hustling. And this was when I was in like high school, junior this high is, and high school. This is high school hustle, man. <laughs> I got games. You want games? Tony Hawk was a good seller. <laughs> I mean, Tony Hawk's a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the remaster remake. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well, but I'm also like my heart lies with skate. So I'm, I'm looking forward to skate Four. I'm not hating on Tony Hawk. Like if, if not for Tony Hawk, we wouldn't even have skate. Like, but just the way skate just innovated. He turned into a complete circle three times. Good, sir. <laughs> Respect the man. Is it only three? That was more than yeah. three. No, it was 900. And 900. Isn't that, yeah. isn't that more than, no, no i guess you're right no you're you're right you're right you're right i can't do math right now so number three i made over five hundred dollars modding my friends playstation one systems so they could play the copied games that i was selling to them so out of the three which one was the lie i think maybe the turtles you would be incorrect sir Oh, damn. The lie was modding the PlayStations. Um, I totally made all that money selling my Ninja Turtles uh, when I was at a yard sale. I, uh, I had, like, I literally had everything, and it was all in pristine condition. And basically, I had a guy come through, and he walked up to the table and was like, I'll give you, it was, it was like 325 or something like that. He's like, I'll give you, I'll give you this for everything on the table. And I was just at the time as a 10 year old, I'm like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me all that. I'm going to go give buy, it. I was like, I'm going to go buy so many video games for this money. <laughs> um, but no, that was, that was true. That really did happen. And yes, uh, middle school, high school, I was one of the first kids in both my neighborhoods, both growing up in the small town of Knox that I grew up in. And then eventually when I did move down to Gilderland and Colony, I was like one of the first kids to have high speed, not only have high speed internet, but I also had a CD burner. I had a, it was an iOmega external CD burner. <laughs> You're a criminal. You were and, just pushing game, pushing music. So if I had like a CD that like I already owned that somebody wanted a copy of, I would make a copy of it for them or, and, or I would go on Napster and stuff and download my music. Napster? And, yeah. Metallica yeah. doesn't like that. What are you doing? <laughs> Use LimeWire. Get a virus like everyone else. What's wrong with you? <laughs> So, you know, I would, I would use Napster. Well, it was true. It was up until, you know, Napster wasn't cool anymore and you had to find something else. So it was Kazaa and LimeWire. To and everyone under the age of, like, I don't know, 30? You don't know what this is. You don't know. No. <laughs> What's he talking about? What's a we're Napster? Talking about, we're, we're talking grandpa talk to everybody. What's a Napster? 
Does it have any gigabytes? <laughs> All the gigabytes. All. Every single one. Um, but, uh, but yeah. You no, had I'm, a modded system, though. What's that? So you didn't mod anyone else's system? So here's the thing, okay? I made an attempt to mod one of my friend's systems. So if you remember back in the day of the PlayStation 1, there were two different consoles that they released in the US. The very, very first model had a door panel that you could pop off. That was almost, almost, almost looked like batteries would go in there. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and it opened up to a port that looked like an old school printer port on the back of the system. But eventually, they did away with that on the US systems. So the only way you could actually mod the, the US systems is you had to solder a chip into, yes, into the okay. actual board. Most of I my friends, most of my friends did not have one of the early systems. They had one that they had just gotten for their birthday or Christmas or whatever. So one of my friends, you know, was like, hey man, you know, like, I, can you copy some games for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I can copy the games for you, dude. But like, you know, he'd come to my house and he would play games on my system that I copied and I'd like, like Japanese imports and everything like that that I would yeah. download, download the ISOs. I mean, like, come on, like you couldn't play. Were, I, you I couldn't, remember. You couldn't find a Dragon Ball Z fighting game back. Hold on, we that, that was the, the game I remember most of your your import games was Smash TV. I think it was the oh, one where yeah. with Optimus Prime yeah. and like all That's these right. old TV it's, cartoon was, characters, yeah. like Captain Planet. Yeah. I think was in there. It was like it was like Smash Brothers, but actually really yeah. freaking awesome. <laughs> it was dope. Was Optimus it, Prime wasn't wasn't freaking like Solid Snake in it too. Like I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because I think that's what inspired them to bring him to the the PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale game or whatever mm. the hell it was that they tried to rip off Smash Brothers and was... and also Smash. He did. End oh, up he, there. wait, he did it have been Smash too, didn't he? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He did. Um, so I made an attempt to mod my friend's system, and oh, did I fail? Oh, I failed. Oh. I failed. Did you break their system? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to the point where, like, his mom was calling my mom, and there was yelling and exchange of words, and somebody needed to buy a new system, and yeah so they, i didn't i didn't do that again the only way like i would help anybody was like hey you got that door on the back of your system if you don't don't talk to me i'll sell you the games but i'm not touching your system <laughs> see a cool thing about back in the day is um dreamcast didn't have any protection to yeah. this day you could just download yep. any game you yep. want and just pop it in your goddamn dreamcast yep because yep. they were pioneers and also i wonder why they're com- they don't make consoles just I wonder. <laughs> I don't. They, they they ran their business right right well, into the ground. Well, no, I mean it's 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 funny that you like you you mentioned Sega like that because I was actually reading an article where Sega is actually like super successful again because oh yeah, yeah, yeah because like they're one of the main like reasons why so many games are being ported to PC right now because yes. a lot of their studios are the ones who are making the ports. <laughs> but um, yeah. so yeah, I mean the uh, that's. That, that that was that was a lie. I uh, I never modded anybody's system. The only system that I ever that I ever modded personally was my PlayStation, and it wasn't even through through soldering anything. I had that door on the back of my system, and the little thing that you would plug into the back was this little purple box called a Pro Action Replay, is what it was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know them well. Yep. Yep. So you have to you have to plug it in the back and then do the disc swap trick and put your. Yeah, you could do that with a uh, Game Sharks back in the day. Yep. 
Yep. Um, and then the only other system besides that that I ever modded was when I did my PlayStation 2, which where I had to put take the cover off and put the new cover on that had the PlayStation 1 style flip door on top. Mm. So you could put in your, your disc that boots up the main PlayStation menu, but you got to swap it out really quick for your copied game disc and yep. play your burn PS2 yeah, that game. Small <laughs> that small window. But it worked. I, it uh... worked. <laughs> I mean, I've hacked some of my my consoles. On my on my DS, I have a hack card. I've hacked a Vita. I love my Vita. You hacked a, you hacked PSP too, right? Didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually forgot I did that. Uh, <laughs> the PSP was like something that like everybody hacked though, because like you yeah. could because you could play like PS One games on it. And so that was that was that was a big thing. I didn't do anything illicit. You don't know internet i didn't just tell you i did illegal things or do illegal things what are you get out of here get yeah don't go yeah they're gonna come after you man for your your playstation one and your playstation portable hacking like, i mean they have the right to do it still though so you never know like they could just be like oh you're doing what with old consoles nah nah Honestly, honestly, they're, they're like, have fun hacking the Vita. We want to forget about that system. <laughs> I, I like the Vita. I the Vita is a good. I good loved- co- Everyone likes it now. And you, you out there who didn't actually buy one, shame on you. No, you should have bought one. No, see, I can't agree with that. I think where the Vita, the Vita's downfall is they tried to go all Apple with their shit. And yeah, proprietary tried, things yeah, are stupid. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I get it. Like, but come on, dude. I'm not going to pay $100 for a freaking 32 gig memory card that's going to fit two games on it. I mean, you're right. <laughs> but it was good console and, besides and, the memory issues. And, and the, the two had its own memory. The two had its own little memory card inside of it. Well, my, my problem, too, with the Vita was that all the games that came out, like, right away, especially around the first, like, two years the Vita was out, they wanted $60 for the brand new games for the Vita yeah, as that's, well. Yeah, that's, that's also ridiculous. <laughs> so $40 max. Yeah. So but I there's think a lot of good games on there. There are. There's a lot of great games on the system. But the problem is, is, like, they're not going to get anybody's hands if you're going to freaking price gouge the shit out of everything. And they, they got, could, they got, they make got the, my hands. Like, like hack it too you could just hack it you could use the sd card there's a way don't worry (laughs) what's it but not everybody has time for that it costs two dollars sir (laughs) if you could do it it's easy peasy (laughs) all right so yes we've outed my lie i never actually modded any one system i attempted to failed miserably but never never worked out I made a lot of money copying games, though, and downloading ISOs and burning them. <laughs> so, ISOs, so I guess there's, you know, it's, it's, it was a win-win for me, right? Except for when I had to replace that $200 PlayStation. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You're bad. Matt, could you imagine that right now, walking into a store, seeing a, seeing a PS1, and being like, that'll be $200? <laughs> I mean, the... <laughs> The consoles used to cost a lot more than that, though. No, Back I know. in the, the early consoles, there was like this lull in terms of the gaming history, everybody, where consoles were actually cheap and they weren't more than like $300. I know it's crazy, but it's you're, true. You're speaking of a time that has long been extinct, my friend. <laughs> I mean, I get it. 
You ready to dive into some news? Let's get into this news. Let's dive into some news. So, while I was away, DC decided, hey, we're going to drop some trailers. We're not just going to drop they one trailer. The we're gonna fandom. Drop, we're going we're gonna to drop two trailers. They did a bunch of stuff with that, actually. Well, I only, pay, I, only paid, I only paid attention to the two that actually showed up in my news feed on social media. I'm, all right, well. <laughs> there so, was a lot. There was a lot of them. So, number one was a actual trailer for the Suicide Squad game that we talked about on the last episode. Yes, um, and there was a big reveal to it, too. Yeah. The fact that it's about Brainiac, basically, mm-hmm. taking over the world, and they he's enslaved the Justice League. Yep. So, there's an actual story reason why they would be foolish to attack Superman. Why you attack Superman? Well, what I thought was really interesting was that uh, I was originally just sold on the fact that it's like, oh, like Superman's the main baddie. Like, it's this, you're going to be Suicide Squad and you got to go after Superman. Like, and I thought it was going to be like a bunch of different cronies leading up to them until I find out, oh, no, no, you got to take down the whole freaking Justice yeah. League. Everybody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's intriguing. I um, wonder how it will play because it makes me feel like they'll go for the, the four character. You know, uh, what's well, the, the only thing Rocksteady has said so far Looter. about like about the gameplay is that it's going to be an amalgamation of all of their previous games. And I'm like, all of your previous games are basically the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So like, it's just going to be Arkham with different characters, which leads me to the fact that I also found out that this is actually set in the Arkham universe. Really? Yeah. That's it cool. is. Yes, it is set is it is basically post night. It's I believe so. I believe it's supposed to be post Arkham Knight. So, but it's they they said it clearly that this game takes place in the Arkham universe. So I was like, all right, that's that's kind of cool, kind of intriguing, and I'm yeah. curious. And I'm curious, like since they do say you're taking down the Justice League, does that means you will be eventually fighting Batman? And yeah, that's which, weird. Yeah, a l- little bit. But or I mean, maybe or, or, he does. Or, or maybe Batman could be the one because, you know, like, you know, there's all these now stuff. Batman and Harley Quinn are like tight now. So maybe, yeah. Bat, maybe Batman's not affected and he ends up like helping them or whatever. But I'm pretty sure there's a comic line currently where it was proposed that Batman and Harley hooked up. Yeah. And it's yep. like. What the fuck are they doing to Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Like, can I just be real with you for a second? They have just destroyed this character. Just he's he's not consistent in anything he's in. Like every Batman so drastically different from the last Batman or side Batman or whatever. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I can't can't disagree with you there. He's still my favorite hero. Note how I said hero, not superhero. Because yes, he's not. He doesn't have super. He has money. Yes. Here, all right, real quick for everybody. I'm just going to propose this. My favorite superhero is Superman. All right. Batman could literally solve all of Gotham City's problems if instead of developing crazy Batman technology, he invested back into his own community and built his city back up. I'm going to be real with you. He's a crazy. 
crazy person. Batman is just absurd as a character. Don't ruin my favorite hero for me, please. I'm sorry. Don't do it. But be real. Be real. He could actually fix the city's problems. But that's aside. You know. Superman could fix the world's problems. But you know, it's about us doing our part. That's why Superman doesn't. Let's be real. You know, same thing for Batman. You know, all those Gothamites need to start looking out for themselves. <laughs> I mean, they already do. It's actually really bad yeah, I with know. that. I know. Like, like, no matter how many times Batman, Batman saves the day, Gotham just seems like it's the worst place. Always. Ever. Like, it always. never gets better. Ever. Every day is worse than the last. <laughs> the Joker goes away. The Penguin pops up. The Penguin goes away. The Riddler pops up. Let's say it's always someone always someone somehow getting out of arkham getting him getting out of jail (laughs) but um no my my curiosity with this game is the fact of okay like you've got there's four different players there are four different characters that that are going to be making up the suicide squad in the game Mm -hmm. harley quinn boomerang and killer shark shark yes um but my question is, is like, how how is that going to play in the game? Are you like, is it just going to progress? It's like, OK, this chapter you're going to play as Harley Quinn. Next chapter you're going to play as Boomerang. If they if they had the goal, if they actually wanted a hit game, it would be a co-op. A co-op. Exactly. But where then- it's a big city where you are doing different stuff or working together on the same goal. Exactly. But they have not hinted at that at all. The only thing that they've said is that the game is going to be, it's going to combine all the elements of all previous Arkham games, and it's going to be set in the Arkham universe. And that basically means is, hey, this certain storyline or type of side quest is this character's thing. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they did with like uh, Nightwing, Catwoman. They all had their specific kind of roles they played in the game. And it's, it's fine. Yep. It's not great. No. It's serviceable at best. I'm I like I said, I'm 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 genuinely intrigued like what they're gonna do with it. Like I'm excited to see another Rock City game because I love all the Rock City made Arkham games, even though they are pretty much you know all kind of repetitive (laughs) in a sense um but i'm i'm a massive batman fan and like i i think those are the best batman games to exist so and i do think that that the arkham game in itself created a whole new genre of an action you know open world beat-em-up type game Mm -hmm. um so you know, I'm sure it's going to be a good game. I, I do agree with you. I think that it would be amazing if it were, you know, f- four person co-op and it's just, you know, you just go tear through the city. And so, like, that would be awesome. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be co-op either. It could no. just be like you're swapping to what the characters are ran- kind of like GTA five, where it's like you could switch to a character and they were randomly doing something. But you just you pick up where whatever. Yep. That that would be yep. probably the how I that's kind of how I want it. And speaking of a similar game that was also revealed. Um Gotham Knights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing though. <laughs> Didn't that trailer make you feel like it was going to be a four player game? It did. It did. 
I'm, I'm still stoked for it. It's, but, yeah, it's cool. No, but, like I, I'm down to play it, <laughs> but like, why isn't it four player? Cause like I don't know, it's it's an action RPG. You, you just you know, it's cool. It's hey, fine. I mean, it's from 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 what they said, it's gonna be two player co op, which is cool, which is cool. But it's like. <sighs> How is that going to work? Like, especially since it does seem like each character is going to have like their own kind of like storyline to it. So it's like if you only go through the game playing as two characters, aren't you going to be like missing out on some stuff? Well, I mean, it could be like the you 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 play your character. It doesn't have to be concurrent. Like you don't have to be doing stuff at the same time, Mm -hmm. like together. Um I I think that would be uh Well what are you doing? I'm just kidding. Thank you for your support. You, <laughs> but we you, just got we just got a follow, everybody who will be listening to this episode and not watching us live currently. We just got another follow from the person who I shouted out earlier in the episode, Mr. Reaper C himself from the uh the team reaper community there um, gracias, so, yes so he just dropped us a follow which i thought he was following us already but hey nah thank you sir for the follow and but yes welcome <laughs> um, sorry for getting off tangent no no it's fine this is one thing that I, I like we need to adjust to you know with doing this live and then it eventually being audio is like i'm still trying to convey to people who are listening that hey like we actually have a interactive chat that's going while we're talking right now so i'm just trying my best to like <laughs> have people visualize it i guess i mean they see the chat they see the chat there see, they see the chats there but somebody who's listening on spotify tomorrow does not see the chat i mean you know what you could also do besides listening to our podcast on spotify apple google soon to be amazon and What's the other one? What's, audible. Audible. Thank we're, you. We're There's a bunch of dude. Like I could. You, you want to name off all of them? We, we got. We got Stitcher. With the wrong. I'll work it all. I'm gonna make an anagram. It's gonna be shameless. <laughs> Literally just a T-shirt with like all the different places we have the podcast on listed on the front. All their yep. logos. Sit. <laughs> just just a picture of Ash. Eventually, it's just me with a sharpie writing in new ones. Just like nope. Gotta keep it going. <laughs> this one isn't even a real one. It doesn't exist. I'm making it up. We're on there. <laughs> but to go back to the, the Gotham Knights thing, like, it'd be cool if you, I don't know, a, a pop in, pop out RPG kind of thing, like where it's still focused kind of like, kind of like how T-Human was, I guess, mm-hmm. or similar games. I think that would be best for it overall. The game looks awesome from what they showed and that was and that's where i was also kind of surprised is that you know with with suicide squad we just got a cinematic trailer but with you know gotham knights they're like nope gameplay there you there's go. some like, there's some gameplay and um i mean it looks cool. jason it, todd it, it looks cool i mean it, it in a sense in some ways kind of looks similar to the current avengers game that just came out kind of um, I think that is like the answer to that. Kind that's of what I was wondering if this is going to be like, oh, this is our answer to this, you know, this Avengers game that just came out, which, by the way, it's not watching, technically out. I, right. That's well, I'm sorry. It's for, early access. Yeah. The people who bought the friggin' super fancy edition got early access to it. But I know it, it's out on. Uh, I pre-ordered it. I get it Friday. Friday. I think. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of streamers play it. 
And I like when I first saw like the the gameplay demo that they showed like Thor and stuff. I'm like, all right, like this, it looked cool, but it also looked kind of janky. And now, so, it, now it looks awesome, and I want to play it really badly. <laughs> hey man, I got it. We could play it together. Well, I think I would need to buy it too. So well, I'm just saying. So support us, support us, people, so we can go buy games to uh, play. Is this a shameless plug from Corey? <laughs> oh my god. You're you're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> we put the shameless plug in and look at that. We got another follow. Another Thank you. You're <laughs> ma- you're supporting bad habits. Bad and bearded coming in with the follow. Another streamer. Awesome. Thank you so much, dude. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Looking forward to both games, both the uh, the Suicide Squad game and the uh, I I want to keep saying Arkham Knights, but I know it's Gotham Knights. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I don't know why I want to keep saying Arkham Knights. I mean, it's better off if it's a I don't know if it's well, its own thing. Like well, I know it's 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 WB Games. That's mm. are they developing? this game too or, or or what studio is actually like i think it's wb game. games is it wb games who by the way two days ago officially announced that they are no longer for sale hmm <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> who would who would think they would do scummy business practices <laughs> like evil corporate machines but I'm glad they exist. I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, me too. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't want to. I don't want us to come to a day where it, all of our favorite game studios are falling underneath like the umbrella of one mega corporation, which don't is worry. starting to happen. It will be a thing. Mega corporations. Oh my God, we're so close. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no. Looking forward to. Both of those games should be fun. Did they? Do you remember when they said those are supposed to be coming out? I know. Su- I is su- is do su- not. Because no. Suicide <laughs> will probably coincide with the next Suicide movie. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, just basing on what they're showing already, too, it does seem like the uh, the Gotham Knights will be released sooner mm. than than that. Yeah, they definitely want to compete in the Marvel window uh, live service kind of space. <laughs> There, there is also a rumor that the game, um, I I think you said it was it's your Jason Todd, I believe. Um, That's one of the characters in Gotham Knights. Yeah. So this is just rumor. Speculation is that at some point in the game, he becomes Batman. That I mean, the premise is like he's giving up. So like. I'd much rather it be like Dick or somebody. Um, That's and I, a and I guess, and I guess the other, me. the other, um, like rumor going on is that Batman isn't actually dead <laughs> in the game. Is that it's just it's something to do with the, for anybody who doesn't know the the antagonist in the game is going to be the Court of Owls, which is what excites me a lot about this game because it'll That's be cool. some new 52 bullshit right there i'll tell you what <laughs> new, like good bullshit or bad bullshit no no it's good <laughs> okay, i i do i do like the court of owls like say, talon i, 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 I like talon this. as the character talon's <laughs> a great like that whole storyline with everything oh wow mm-hmm. that's some good batman right there yep 
Yep. When I when they first showed like the the room with all the freaking coffins and stuff hanging, they showed they showed the masks. I was like, they're doing Court of Owls. They're doing Court mm-hmm. of Owls. Yes. Because <laughs> I was so excited. I absolutely loved, 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 loved that arc in the Batman series. Like it was it, to me so good. Like had some of the best storyline and had some of the um, um, best artwork too. That was mm-hmm. uh, that was a. That was Scott Snyder and Greg. Yes, Capullo. it is Scott Snyder. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, if you don't oh, know, oh, snap. thank you for we just got another second sub. sub. What up? We're get, we're big time. Two subs. <laughs> That's more than one. It was not fluke. Ben Bearded coming in with the second sub of the night. Man, look at that. The support's already flying in. Thank you so much, sir. Made I me forget it. what my thought was. <laughs> We're gonna overcome this. So any anybody who just enjoys listening to this podcast, I apologize. We're gonna get this right. We're getting good. Look, this is episode nine. We're not even double digits. All right, Come, relax, everyone. We're babies. We're little babies. <laughs> little baby podcast. Hey, I'm an Italian little baby podcaster now. Um, so I guess moving on here. This uh, this week I have noticed that I've heard like 90% of people who are streaming are playing Call of Duty. Huh. You're saying the most popular game in the world besides Minecraft. Mm. Yeah. And now I have I have no issue with Call of Duty whatsoever. Like people enjoy the game. They're having fun with it and everything. And to be honest with you, I am... I'm I'm excited. I, I'm not gonna say excited. I'm intrigued. <gasps> by, oh my goodness! Thank you. So gracias. So now, Bad and Bearded has gifted a sub to hashtag Killshot, and then we got a sub from our friend Rochelle. Wow, this is gifted. All this, gifts. This is this is amazing. This is amazing. Thank you so much, everyone who subbed. Thank you. So that's see that's it. People like if you're just listening to us, you're you're only getting part of the show. You got to make sure you come hang you out. Come, on come in Wednesday Shit. nights. Look at the excitement <laughs> of us making this a thing. We're we're not just talking to thin air. We're talking to you. We get, we oh yes, our cherished fans and viewers and now subs. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you. Thank um, you. So yeah. Anyways, Call of Duty. Uh, a lot of people playing it on streams, and I know we talked the last episode about the trailer for Cold War mm-hmm. dropping, and I am Ronald Reagan. Yes, so like I actually just saw the image today of of of, of Ronald Reagan and full ray tracing. <laughs> um, but uh, but like I haven't played a Call of Duty like fully through uh since world at war um i've you know i think i dabbled in like black ops 2 and black ops 3 and then maybe played and uh played advanced warfare like like for 10 minutes mm-hmm. but i i also <laughs> did play them too um but world at war was like the last one that stuck with me um i don't know I don't, it was a good game i mean it had a great storyline had awesome gameplay the multiplayer was a lot of fun and then it was world at war was the first one to introduce zombies right yeah 
Yeah. So like, there's a lot of there's a lot in the world that war package. OG zombies, not yes. what you zombies playing now. Yeah. It's just this bullshit. <laughs> OG zombies, when like you had to kill like a hundred zombies and find you were in a house and you find the laser gun. <laughs> That's it. You're not. You're still not making it far. <laughs> nope. But you 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 doing it? Yep. You do. Um, it was fun. So we talked about the trailer last week and how it contained like crazy amounts of footage from the cold war era vietnam the world like history basically, yeah like things that happened yes um this past week that trailer was pulled by activision um it was it was pulled and then re-released as a shorter version yep. um on top of that the trailer was banned in China. Um, the main reason that they believe behind the trailer being banned in China is because the trailer contained real footage from the protests in Tiananmen Square in 1989, uh, which basically we were protesting communism in the Chinese government. <laughs> you know that thing where they're like, yeah, that thing didn't happen? No, that thing happened. But mm -hmm. they're like, nah. Yep. No, no. So, nah. what I found interesting is that I i totally get like china censoring it but then you have activision who decided oh no we're for everybody gonna, we're gonna take it down in america too we're gonna take it down off of our webpage. we're gonna take it down off our youtube channel it's, we're gonna we're gonna re-release it as this shorter one minute trailer that doesn't have all this extra footage in it which made the trailer so much more dramatic and made me like you were you were selling me with the first trailer and i mean it's 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 grueling awful events in mm -hmm. real world history yeah. at the time of where this takes place and you know what they probably should have just made a special chinese version instead of taking that artistic value away from everyone else so here's the thing uh, ign and gamespot are saying F you, we're keeping the original trailer up. And Good for them. And there's nothing that Activision can really do about that. That's so, actual journalistic integrity, everybody. So if Journalism's you want to watch the original two-minute-long teaser trailer for Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. It's, it's called Black Ops Cold War, right? Yes. It's Black Ops Cold War, not just called. Call, see, it's just, just be Call of Duty Cold War. Like, just call, call of Duty Cold. Try Drop the Black Ops, like... Just, just drop it but whatever anyways um if you want to see the full trailer go to ign or GameSpot. i'm sure there's other places that have it up too mm. but those are two of the biggest gaming news outlets on the internet um and for them just to say like no we're going to keep the original up is i think that's really awesome um it's called integrity something that's worth noting and i know ash and you and i discussed this earlier is that tencent owns five percent stake in activision mm -hmm. and activision and you know not i'm not gonna sit here and say oh that's gotta be the reason but it's definitely worth noting oh no that, that's a hundred percent the reason don't get don't get it twisted see that's the whole point of why china's like hey you have to have a chinese company has to have some stake in your in your business to do business in our country it's so they have the power to control what's happening mm -hmm. it's i hate it i hate it business is gross is an extra billion people worth it I, apparently yes that's what businesses do you make money money i get it i get it 
but come on. It's my, gross. I mean, like, my thing is, is, like, how much power does Tencent actually hold in China? And upon doing some research, they actually hold quite a bit of power. Yeah. They're huge. <laughs> they are massive. Like, um, when I, they own a good percentage of shares in most gaming companies now because gaming companies want to do business in there. Like mm-hmm. uh, SNK, I think it's owned by them. Riot Games, 100% owned by them. Yep. Um, like, shockingly, though, EA, no. I don't think they have any stake in EA, which astounds me. I mean, honestly. I mean, who does have stake in EA, though? Uh, it's like every- I think it's publicly. Yeah. Um, but just all in all leading up to this Call of Duty release, kind of, kind of interesting what's happening. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still probably going to play the game cause I'm intrigued. I, I, I like the time period. I, you know, like I said, this is the first time that I've watched a Call of Duty trailer and been like, oh, this, this might be worth playing. Mm for a bit <laughs> maybe maybe I, I i won't be no i know you won't be it's just i like i'm i really liked world at war and i've been waiting for them to release a game that like is on par in my opinion to world at war um just because i'm not i'm not your multiplayer call of duty guy i will play multiplayer i'll do it but i feel like you know and i'm not trying to hate on all you call, call of duty players but i feel like 90 percent of you look forward to the next call of duty game solely for its multiplayer aspects and how it's going to change you know how you play call of duty online mm-hmm. that none of you are really going to care that much about the main storyline you may play the campaign through once or you may try it out for five minutes and then switch back to multiplayer or your game won't have campaign in it yeah and and that's where i'm like i'm happy that Activision and Treyarch and and Infinity Ward and uh, Raven Studios have decided like, hey, like, yes, we understand that the multiplayer is a selling point of our game, but there still needs to be a campaign to keep the series going. So I'm glad that they stuck it out and they kept doing it because in my opinion, the game wouldn't be worth $60 every time it came out if you were going to keep doing the, the multiplayer aspect of it. And now you've got the thing where everybody's playing Warzone. Everybody's I'm, everybody's playing Warzone. Here's right a now. quick note, though. I'm surprised Call of Duty hasn't actually switched to a subscription-based kind of game, where it's yeah. like not so much. It doesn't necessarily have to be subscription, but it could be a a free-to-play model outside of Warzone that is more of a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have smaller game modes, but like if you made that free-to-play, like I'm sure you'd make crazy bank crazy bank so like i'm surprised they haven't just saying no i mean it's a good point that, that that's a really good point um so basically with that trailer that we were talking about you really didn't get to see any like gameplay it was just a lot of like stock footage that was thrown together and like little little teaser clips here and there but nothing you really got to see gameplay was shown off at this most recent nvidia event where nvidia is now getting ready to drop their rtx 30 series of graphics cards um first increase of series for some time yes from like 
Yeah, Four it's, plus, it's, I think. it's been a while, but not even just the fact that it's it's been a while. This is actually, performance-wise, is a major generational jump. Like, major. It's huge. Um, so, NVIDIA basically decided, like, okay, we're going to show off our new cards. And at the same time, they showed off Call of Duty gameplay on there with, you know, f- the full ray tracing capabilities and everything of the new NVIDIA cards. So... At the event, uh, NVIDIA showed off three different cards. Uh, One is the RTX 3070, the other one is the 3080, and then the 3090. Um, The 3070, which is going to be like the starter card of the 30 series. Which you'll see in most cheaper builds. Is more powerful and faster than a 2080 Ti. Which is the top of the line currently. Yes. Now, here's the funny thing. A 2080 Ti retails at around $1,000. Around that. You can maybe find it for like 800 something in some places, but the average retail price of a 2080 Ti is right around $1,000. The 3070 will be launching at $499. So a brand new card that is considered their lowest end of the brand new cards is has better performance capabilities than their current top top tier card for half the price generational gaps um then it steps up to the 3080 which is uh going to be 700 dollars uh which is of course they say is going to be double the power of a 2080 ti um the 3070 will uh sport eight gigs of video ram um which i know is less than what a 2080 ti has but just based on the type of ram and the clock speeds and everything like that it's overall the 3070 is going to be faster i mean eight gigs is still a lot oh eight gigs is still a ton for video um two more than what i have now (laughs) so the beefy beast of a monster of this showcase was the RTX 3090 which is a monster of a video card it is going to sport 24 gigs of video ram slot ram of vram I should say so much ram um yeah for for, for just dedicated to video yes <laughs> just so much it's like unheard of um supposedly it, now not supposedly it is it is the first gpu that is going to render 8k they say 60 fps but most likely things are probably gonna start to sputter out once they go above 30 um which still is crazy because one like <laughs> they're there's barely any TVs or monitors out there that support yep. so that, that resolution. Future proof. Yeah, that's one thing. It's definitely future proof. Like if you were if you were to, to get one of these cards, you are not going to need a graphics card for a very long time. You'll probably last two console generations yeah. with that. Ten years. Card. <laughs> Ten years easy. But here's the thing: this card it's going to cost fifteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. You can buy a like stocked PC now for that much money. It won't be as strong as this, but fifteen hundred. It'll be a good computer. Um, the other funny part about these cards is th- they look sleek. 
They look nice. They they sexy. Mm-hmm. They sexy looking. But they're gonna take up three PCI slots in your computer. Yeah. So basically, you you'll need a new motherboard too. So like yeah. this isn't like upgrade friendly. Mm-mm. It's like literally buying like new. You're starting over. Yeah, you're gonna need. This mother- is a start over. Yeah, because it's all card. of them are all of them are gonna be su- uh, support uh, PCI 4.0. Yeah. Um, and it's. It's gonna be. I mean, it's it's a game changer for sure with for for PC gaming, and I do like that Nvidia is coming out of the gate with cards that are gonna be you know affordable compared to what they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like you can you'll be able to pick up a thirty seventy, or and you know your games are still gonna probably look and run better than both the PlayStation Five and the yeah. Xbox Series X. You'll so, be fine for five five years with that card. Yep. Easy. So, I mean, if you've already got a brand new, like, custom build and you're just looking to beef up the graphics and you don't, you know, you don't want to drop 1500 bucks, you don't want to drop 700 bucks. Get the cheaper card. Yeah, $499. $499 is basically what it's going to cost you. A 380 is still, it's, you know, I would say good price for what it is, for sure. For sure. It's a $699. You're talking, it's, it's double this yeah double, exactly double the power of a 2080 for like two hundred dollars less than yeah two-thirds cost like what okay so cool. um i mean me personally like like i want it i want it really badly because uh, i would have to buy another like, well, motherboard i literally just bought one like two three months ago now so if like, i know i'm gonna I'm good if i'm gonna build a new pc like maybe sometime you know next year or whatever or you know or if we get like a thousand subs right now <laughs> um uh I, you know i'm gonna keep it in mind that you know i'm probably gonna target one of those cards for the build mm-hmm. unless unless here we're gonna be finding out what amd has in store to compete with these cards because AMD now is actually starting to really pull out of the gate and starting to blow Intel away with uh, some of the newer Ryzen chipsets. Mm-hmm. So um, I've actually been kind of torn because I do want to build another PC uh, eventually to use as like a major gaming rig. And, you know, when I used to build my old computers, I was a big AMD an ATI guy. I had AMD processors, ATI Radeon graphics cards. I actually used to be a big NVIDIA hater. I, I, I like, I didn't like NVIDIA. I don't um, know what crazy talk you're, you're why, <laughs> what are you talking? What, are you, who, who what? <laughs> um, I, I loved, I loved my Radeon graphics cards and now AMD bought out ATI. So AMD is, you know, of course they make their processors and the Ryzen processors are really really starting to like pull out of the gate now and they're st- like not only are they a lot stronger a lot cheaper a lot stronger a lot cheaper and i think the newest the newest ryzen that they just released like completely blew the uh the i9 out of the water and benchmark tests and it's cheaper i mean i i've uh amd processors have been uh cheaper and i would say better processors overall for some time yes too. like this is this isn't a a lot of people just get intel because it's the thing that's just already in most things mm-hmm. you're not uh well, it's because they they have those they have those build contracts with all these different computer manufacturers mm-hmm. so you have you'll have reps from intel and from amd walking into say you know 
MSI and being like, oh, hey, like we're going to give you so much money to put these processors in your mm -hmm. systems. And, you know, it's it, obviously you can tell with Intel and stuff that, that that's definitely the case with some of these. Um, but uh, I, I mean, like you were saying, like this isn't anything new. Like AMD has 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 been up there with processors for a long time now. It's just, just the thing is, here's a little secret. They don't work well with NVIDIA graphics cards. So you want good AMT graphics cards, which tend to not be as good, in my opinion, as NVIDIA cards. Supposedly, that's not a problem anymore. Supposedly, since since the like two years ago, the like the newer Ryzen chipsets and everything, there have been no issues of compatibility with the NVIDIA graphics oh. cards. Um, mm. So. Like so that 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 intrigues me even further because when I do go to make my build, it it does give me more options of being like okay, so like maybe if I do go with a Ryzen, you know, CPU, like now my option is open. Like okay, I can really compare and contrast, you know, what AMD is going to have to offer as far as GPU goes, and um, what Nvidia is going to offer. <laughs> I like Jerry, you know, who we had here on our as our guest um, PC Master Race. Yes, yes. Um, he calls them Team Red and Team Green. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're going back to Leaf Green and Fire Red, boy. Let's go. Pokemon. Yep. Yep. So I'm curious. I mean, obviously, AMD is going to be coming out with something to, to try and compete with what NVIDIA just dropped because what NVIDIA just dropped is way more than what i expected it to be i expected i expected cards that were going to be on par with like you know the 2080 ti for a cheaper price and then you they, know this but they've been in the news for a while yeah i've been i've been keeping track of this nvidia news i'm not overall interested it just happens to be in my feed constantly mm -hmm. because that's all people talk about because it's a big thing it yeah. matters it's a it's like a console jump just you know it's a pc part well i think the big thing too is now you've got more and more you know console games now making their way to pcs and yes. it's it's you know when you have hardware that's more capable it's going to make it easier for to sell these companies on porting games over to pc because you know there's, there's which is a, it's actually a big yeah. interest of uh, sony mm -hmm. has a big uh, initiative to start bringing more of their games to pc mm -hmm. yep which uh, before they they were against and now they've kind of realized that as as game developers now it's not it's not all about the platform anymore sell it's, your games that's where the money exactly. is exactly sell your games and now that you have the pc gaming is becoming more accessible to people it's become more affordable it's become easier to put together pcs put bloodboard on pc please just do yeah. it just yeah. just just do it yeah like there's there have been parts of me that's like man i have Sekiro on ps4 but i've watched streams on pc and it just it looks so nice on pc <laughs> It looks do so it. smooth on PC. <laughs> it's a lot easier to do a lot of different things. Bring that entertainment to you yep. when it's on PC. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens here with, uh, with you know, NVIDIA and AMD going forward. But right now, NVIDIA is just like, they, they, came, they came out swinging. They're like, we are ready to just take We want your like, money. Yeah give it but give like, us your money but, but but they're like we they're like we made it easier for you to give us your money by making our stuff cheaper 
true. <laughs> so give us more. We made it cheaper, so give us more. <laughs> That's true. Um, Good business. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm curious because I want to see. Like, I'm going to watch, like, a Linus Tech Tips one day when he gets his hands on a system that can actually push the 8K because I want to see something. <laughs> on their AK even if they get an AK30 I'll be like all right like <laughs> personally <laughs> 4K60 plus that's what I would that's what I would do that oh, card because I already have 4K. It's gonna, it's gonna smoke 4K 60. <laughs> yeah, I know. It would be great. It will be the gonna, promised thing that's he been telling me about video games to, for the past five eat years. It for breakfast and shit out 8K 30. <laughs> They've been saying 4K 60 for like 10,000 years mm-hmm. now. When's it happening? Well, it's happening now. The future is now. <laughs> well thank goodness because i'm impatient um when i wrapped up watching uh the nvidia thing on youtube um it automatically transitioned to a trailer for something just because of you know my, it, the internet knows you because it tracks every move you make Everything yes. you say. They are constantly every, selling you your information to advertisement <laughs> groups. Constantly. So, as some people know here, I'm a massive hockey fan. No. The person wearing <laughs> the hockey hat in every stream. Um, they finally there. dropped the trailer for NHL 21. EA Sports NHL 21. And... Every year, like, I probably get more excited about a new NHL game than I really should because it's basically, we're just going to take the same game from last year, add some texture details, maybe improve the physics a little bit. Sometimes. (laughs) I mean, they've been pretty faithful. They've been pretty faithful about doing that with the NHL series. We haven't gotten a complete cookie cutter repeat of of years before you're very lucky probably because hockey has a more international uh appeal well i mean uh, i mean i think the one thing too is that like you know as much as it's ea it's not like the same guys who are making you know uh nhl or the same guys who are making you know madden or you know i almost said nba live i don't think nba live exists anymore (laughs) it came back for a little bit and everybody's like no screw that we're playing 2k (laughs) get out um but there were there was a couple things about the nhl 21 trailer that were really interesting number one it's super late um, we actually should be seeing the actual game release of NHL this week. It's normally the first week of September the newest NHL game comes out. Um, it is not coming out until October. Um, the, a little polish, a little, Well, you know. I mean, I guess a lot of it had to do with, with COVID. And... Um, I don't know if like they were weighing like what was going to happen with because like they're playing right now in the NHL again like they're doing the Stanley Cup playoffs right now that were supposed to be done back in May and June they're doing them right now you know with in arenas no fans or anything like that mm-hmm. and I don't know if like EA had plans based off of what was going to happen with the playoffs and tying it into the launch of the game or what. But they're basically just stating just because of setbacks due to COVID that, you know, the game had to be pushed. And, and then, yeah, I mean, I actually could say to, to add the, add the polish as you were <clears throat> m- mimicking there. Um, 
wax so, on, wax off. So this has been weird for me because usually it's the first week of September. I'm I'm on EA. I have EA access, and I'm getting the early copy of it, and I'm I'm playing, you know, just so I can get a feel for it, and I can be one of the first people online. Um, so that's been kind of weird. Um, what they did do in the trailer is. They did show a bunch of gameplay, which it looks gorgeous. Um, I can't really tell if it probably is. It probably is just more just more detail textures, everything added to the same character models, everything. They definitely upped the physics. Like the physics from what I saw in gameplay was like, oh crap! Like that's awesome that they, they can actually do that now on the ice. Um, but they actually like did a little mini documentary in the trailer of this player, Alex Ovechkin. Um, he is the captain for the Washington Capitals hockey team. Um, he is now considered the best hockey player uh, in the world currently. Um, he had graced the cover of NHL 2007 when he was a rookie, and now he's getting on the cover again. Um, he is not done by any means uh with his playing career and Mm. if he continues on the trajectory that he is on right now he could pass wayne gretzky which i know for you know that may not mean a lot to a lot of people yeah i'm very confused with more shots more 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 goals more goals more goals more 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 goals and more stats bad stats basically it's like like wayne gretzky is is wayne gretzky isn't just known for like goal scoring he's actually known for his playmaking ability and he has major amount of assists he was always a guy who was like setting up other people to score so like in hockey an important part in hockey you get as a player you get points from both goals and assists so and they're equal to each other a goal is worth one point an assist is worth one point so if, teamwork yeah exactly so wayne gretzky was like the assist king um ovechkin is is on the verge right now of possibly surpassing him in both categories before his career is over with um gretzky's held on to these records since the late 90s and um, been a long time and Twenty plus like, years. I mean, and we're talking. You know, there have been a lot of players that have come into the league who are really, really good, and nobody's come close to touching Gretzky's numbers. There's a reason why they call him the Great One. Um, so, uh, I thought it was interesting. You know, that they chose Ovechkin, obviously, because like he he is on path that. But what I was curious about was like, oh, they're kind of focusing on Ovechkin. You know, starting out and then you know going throughout his career since he started, and that's when NHL drop the bomb that they are bringing a story mode to the game which i know they've been doing in the nba 2k series Mm -hmm. where it's like it's not good yeah spike lee joint (laughs) i don't know Um, if you saw know that one but i think it was like two years ago i didn't realize that it was a spike lee joint so so but either way i think it's interesting that they're gonna like EA has done so much with NHL to try and bring it to a Madden level with attracting players, taking the game online, having different online modes, tournaments between, you know, they, they have a, a, an EA Sports Hockey League that you can play online. They have the Hut, which is, you know, their version of Madden Ultimate Java. Team. Um, just like they have... Very funny. <laughs> um, they, you know, like they've they've been trying to do everything to kind of like make it like the Madden version of hockey. You know, and is that a good thing though? 
I mean, in ways you I could, are, I mean, you I could, be in, mad. In in ways I could like. I mean, Hut ended up being awesome. The way they managed Hut was was amazing. I mean, Hut was the first thing that got me to actually really start being competitive online with playing NHL, and like I thought it was great. But as the years progressed, the single player modes would suffer. Like you would get this like really generic career mode where it's like, okay, pick a team, take them through the season, win the Stanley cup. That's over with. And they did a robot and and you're a hockey bot. And there's like, there's, there's a, there's like a, be a pro mode where you would like customize a character, but there'd be like no depth to it at all. I'd be like, okay, you're a player. Now you're on this minor league team, work your way up and, you know, by getting better stats as you play. And then you can get drafted to better teams this is actually like the game itself from what they showed and from what i was reading is you are going to start out the game as a young kid playing pond hockey and then building your way up through playing in juniors minors and eventually working your way up to the nhl and the olympics and I thought that was kind of cool. Like, I'm not expecting them to go in crazy in depth with it. I mean, I'm going to expect the equivalent. Quentin Tarantino as director. <laughs> Let's go. Django on ice. <laughs> I'd watch that. I played that. Um, so, uh, like, f- for once, I'm excited about something completely different with the NHL series and not just a, yeah, I'm going to get an updated version of the same game I've been playing for 15 years. (laughs) Um, So like, I thought it was really cool. Like, like they were really, really selling the fact that like, Hey, we are putting a focus onto a single player mode again in this game. Like, yeah, all the cool stuff from the online version is going to be there. They're going to add new stuff to it, but we decided to like go back and like retool the single Get player function. Invested. Well, I mean, that's it. It's like, you know, like me personally, I'm not, a, unless it's like certain games, I'm not a multiplayer guy. I, I'm someone, you know, and, and people have even seen it, like seen it on my streams is like, hey, like they see me playing a lot of Sekiro and, you know, before it was Ghost of Tsushima and like I haven't, re- besides Fall Guys is like the only multiplayer game that I've actually played mm-hmm. on stream. And because most multiplayer games are garbage. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean that. I'm just, I'm just, and there goes I'm all totally, our subs. <laughs> totally kidding. Nobody's renewing. I play, I play an MMO just so everyone knows. Just, I'm kidding. But I don't know. I, uh, I was excited uh, to see that. And I was excited to finally see a trailer for NHL because usually we get a trailer for NHL during the NHL awards, which take place in like late June, early July, um, which is right around the time the draft happens. Um, but, uh, or the draft lottery, I should say. No, no, the draft. Yeah, the draft, not the draft lottery. Draft lottery happens earlier in the year than the draft is the beginning of summer. Um, <clears throat> but, I don't know. Like, I'm happy to see EA do something a little bit different with the game. Put focus in a different area to try and attract a bigger audience to it. It'll be it'll be cool. I'd uh, I would eventually like to see a complete like overhaul of the game. Like retool it, rework it, like make it a little bit different than what it is. Corey, Corey, you should count your blessings. <laughs> I mean, I know count all your blessings. I know, I know, because because <laughs> I know we're going to get into here since we're on the topic. Oh, <laughs> we're oh, gonna, God, we're on, it's, we're on the topic of EA. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> we're going to talk I'm, about Madden. I'm sorry, all you Madden fans. 
I'm sorry. Worst game ever, <laughs> according to Metacritic. Period. <laughs> Lowest scored game. I mean, to, to be fair, it's the user score on Metacritic. <laughs> and it dethroned the Warcraft remake, which I don't know if you heard was pretty bad, too. You know, I gave up on War- Warcraft after Warcraft 3. So, <laughs> Well, that's the one they remade. Oh. Yeah. Oh, why? Did you know? Did you know you can't play that version that you know in your heart? Really? That version's dead. Does not exist. Period. Well, I still have the CD-ROM. So. Hey, did you know if you install that and your internet's on, it will force the new remake into it instead? You well, cannot. Just letting you know. I'm letting you I know. Blizzard. <laughs> they don't want you to play that game. <laughs> I bought the nice, awesome box set too. It came in a nice box, a big box. Ba-ba! Came came to with Matt. <laughs> Madden. <laughs> Did you know that they reused assets again? I'm oh, I don't even play this game. I'm angry about this game because people it's, still buy this game. It's no, I mean, it's no surprise to me. My my whole thing is with that is like I like I've seen NHL reuse assets, but again, like they do their best to like retool it, rework yeah, it. Yeah, but have you ever seen? <laughs> did you know Madden Twenty One just came out? Mm-hmm. Did you know there are certain parts of the game you will see the logo Madden Twenty? In that game. See, I was looking for pictures of that, and I'm wondering if it's like EA is like trying to cover it up now. Like this didn't happen. They might have they might have patched it out because I would because yeah. I would be ashamed of myself. Um, but this isn't the first year they did that. The same thing happened no. like last year. No, you're right, because that leads me to what I was gonna say here is that like there is a massive boycott now of Madden, and it's not it's not just from people who play Madden, it's from actual nfl players too there are nfl players there are professional professional madden players yeah who are who are all boycotting this game and it's not just because of the you know what ashton mentioned here about them basically you know reusing the same exact assets from the previous game but just in the fact that the game is janky as hell like it's it doesn't work it's bad it's it's super bad with the glitches between i've seen balls go through players hands and then to (laughs) other players hands that are already going through that first player's hands my favorite videos have been the one where the ball is just bobbling like on top of the dude's head while he's running down the field. <laughs> I, I've seen video of the AI like intercepting the ball and the player just literally throwing the ball down. Mm-hmm. Just being like, no, I don't want this. <laughs> because that's how you play football. And there was another another glitch that somebody posted where I guess like you start the game and everything seems fine and then all of a sudden all the lines on the field disappear. Like you're just on a big open green patch with nothing. (laughs) Sounds about right. But somebody tweeted out saying that the glitches actually have made Madden the most fun game it's ever been. (laughs) Did you know that it started back in like the late 80s? Mm -hmm. It's made $4 billion. Dude, I used to play Madden 93 on, no, 92 maybe. Because it, it used to be called John Madden's NFL Football. Yes. And um, I, I used to play that with my dad 
all the time on Sega Genesis. A little, little side scroll. You, you're on one side of the screen. You, my dad's on the other side of the screen. Matt Madden <laughs> used to do uh, the the announcer job thing. They'd be mm-hmm. like, look at this over here. He, was, he would do the instant replays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Madden was way cool involved. That's well, I think I think I think Madden was the first game too that actually ever included like real voiceover in 16-bit <laughs> games. <sighs> so it was it was innovative back in it the was. day. <laughs> um, Did you know when you win the Super Bowl? It is literally the same animation it's yes. been for like four plus years. I mean, dude, that's that's how it was when you would win the Stanley Cup in the NHL games. It was the same freaking animation year after year. After a year, just, after just a switch year, it up. All which, you have which to is do. exactly why people gave up on single player modes in those games because they were getting the same thing year after year. Just after mirror year. it. You could just <laughs> turn the camera and mirror it. It's different. So what I found what I found funny about this is that like everybody is like calling for a boycott, telling them to like, telling the NFL to drop EA. Meanwhile, that deal was just renewed this year. Yes. <laughs> and with a possible I think it's a four year with a possible five extension if it does well. And or I, some, and some I nonsense highly, like this. highly doubt there is any out clause involved. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, if there is, it's going to be a lot they, of money. Yeah, the yeah, eh, NFL. They got the money to be like, hey, EA, you're trashing our... I'm sure there's clauses in there. I'm sure... I mean, I, if anything, it would have to be a, it would have to be a mutual break. It would have to be the fact that NFL is, is realizing that you know their brand is being damaged and mm. EA, EA realizing, oh, shit, we fucked up. And yeah. like, so that's the only way. But man, is it really rare you ever get an EA to admit that they, <laughs> that they messed up? Did you know there are four types of currency in that game? I'm just going to... It doesn't surprise me. It's a lot of currency. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, there's, I think there's two in NHL because there's coins and then there's something else, but I can't there's, remember. There's the fake money. There's the in-game money. Yeah. And then there is like reputation technically. Yep. But it works the same way as the in-game. And then there's a fourth type that I don't yep. recall off the top of my head. But um, yeah. Boycott it. Stop buying it. Yeah, I mean, I can get on board with that. Normally, I'm just like, okay, just stop with the boycotts. Like, they're still going to make the games. But when things are this bad with a game and it's like, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's one of EA's flagship franchises. Like, Game, gamers will boycott. Gamers oh, they, will no, boycott. No, no, I mean, I, I know they will, but it's like with a game like Madden, you know, originally, it was just like, okay, it's like, just because of my experience playing the NHL games year after year after year, and I'm sure there's been a lot of Madden people who have played Madden year after year after year, that, yeah, like a lot of shit is repeating itself with those games. It's just they make this, this subtle tweaks here and there to upgrade it from Little the previous version. Like, yes, do do I think that it's bullshit that we've had to pay $60 upon release date every single year to basically get the same game again? again? I <laughs> go back to the Call of Duty <laughs> statement I made before. It should be just a subscription thing you pay for and that should just be it yeah just it's a thing that you are you you already pay for your like uh your pay-per-view version or like your private but like, i think nfl channels i think ea i think ea has kind of got a lockdown on this right now because they have they have exclusivity contracts and they know for simulation they know that like hey no matter what we do people are gonna buy this 
People are going to buy it. They're going to do it. I mean, they've sold me every single year with NHL. But in all reality, like, I should not be spending $60 every year for pretty much the same game no. with with a few, you know, cosmetic upgrades. No one um, should. But the, with Madden, Madden is, like, one of their, their, like, flagship titles and brings in a lot of money. And now you've reached a point where, you know, even your most hardcore elite Madden people are saying... Yeah, I don't know about all this. Makes roughly <laughs> $300 million a year. Which do- doesn't doesn't surprise With me. With game sales. Not um, my, nothing else included. So what is the fallout going to be from this? You know, do we see them do a complete overhaul of, of, of the game and, uh-huh. and re-release it? You know, do we see... Oh, not this game. No, no, you know, no. They'll patch this one yeah, with they'll patch whatever. It. I mean, well, I mean dude, the same thing, the same thing freaking happened with... Um, oh, God, which one was it? I'm trying to remember. But it was the first NHL game to hit, hit PS4. Okay. Mm. It was like, you know, the graphics were, you know, going to be better. The gameplay was going to be better and everything than the PS3 version. But when the PS4 version came out. It was just the PS3 version? No, it was less than the PS3 version. Oh. They cut out like a quarter of the game modes. They left out character, like team customization and everything. Like people bitched about this game, about this NHL game, because it was like a demo when oh. it came out. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the Madden 22 will be a rebuild. Like they will start mm. from the bottom to sort this out. And then they'll use that engine for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And yep. I mean, till they complain again. Yep. But I just found, I think it is interesting that there's, you know, not only just Madden fans, general gamer fans, but you've also got players, like actual NFL players who are getting behind this uh this boycott. So, Good. but um I mean it's 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 big money. It's big money. And um with uh with big money on the table, it is now rumored and it may not be a rumor at all. I'm actually beginning to think that this is definitely happening based on several different things that I've read um, that September 9th we are going to be getting the full features and the price and release date of the PS5 Um, it's a bad time the one thing that happened over it was like it it was less than a week ago right Sony decided to say hey if you want to get a PS5, we got this little like sign invitational? up sign up thing. Yeah, I, I guess invitational. So basically, what it was is is they put up a link saying that hey, you know, if you want to if you want to pre-order a PS5, you should follow this link, put in your PSN ID, and then you could possibly be selected to. Um, to be on the list to get a pre-order of a PS5, both either disc or digital edition. Um, the stipulations are with this is that Sony is going to be looking at your account activity to see. Do you spend money? I don't see. I don't think it's so are much. Are you a, a gamer? I don't. And, and and this is where you and I started to kind of like disagree earlier. Like, uh, so 
I, I personally get why they're doing this. You know, for me, I know that it's they're going to be there's going to be a super limited amount of quantity uh, uh, of systems that is going to come out around release time. Ten and, million. Yeah, you think it's going to be ten million? That's what they report will be uh, produced and ready for the holiday season. So the logic that I'm taking from this is that. If you market the first run of pre-orders solely to people who seem like they actually utilize the system and will buy games and buy accessories for the system, that you want to make sure that those people are the ones who get the system right out of the gate. And it's not just scalpers who are going to grab the system and resell it for double the price for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Because Sony doesn't make anything off of that. Like, yeah, they'll sell the system. But I think at this point, because there is such a drive for the games now, is that Sony knows that they're better off getting these systems into the hands of people that are actually going to utilize them, buy games for them, buy accessories for them, than the people who are going to buy up you know, half the stock when it first launched and and try and resell it on eBay like that's and that's what I'm taking away from it I know you have a little bit different of a feeling on that but oh that's... huge difference <laughs> huge they're looking for pay pigs that will speak nicely about their nice little system and they're judging it off obscure values that don't really matter yeah, I spend a lot of money, but it doesn't mean I do that every year. See, I like, but nothing said directly that it's there's they're basing it off how much money you spend. It says no, they're just saying says, you're worthy. It says your PlayStation net, like your activity on your PlayStation. So like, I get it. Like, I would rather like if they're in if they're in the position right now where they're trying to actually put a bigger focus on the games and the developers, and not just trying to sell as many consoles as possible. Then you want to get these systems into the hands of people that are going to utilize them for what they're meant on, for. On on your PS4, the main page it opens up to is your activity list. Everything that you do with your account is in there. Uh-huh. From your game purchases, to your trophies, yeah. to you, who you're talking to. Yeah, I get that. What if they were to judge it, hey, this guy plays a lot of games. That means he invests a lot. I, my, my trophy score is higher than a lot of people. Which, uh, like, which I think that Tony would deem you as someone who would be eligible. Even if I am eligible, <clears throat> it's a garbage business tactic. Because you, other groups are going to pre-order and allow. It's not just like they but, have all the rights or anything. I just think, why play the games? Like you're still limiting one per order. Um, it does, it shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be special because, to get a product. Because again, I think it's all coming down to, you know, Sony wanting to support the developers and they want money. I mean, yeah, of course they, they want money, but the thing is, is they're, they're going to make their money off the console either way, whether if they sell it to us or they sell it to scalpers. In my opinion, this is actually looking out for the developers around the time of release, because if you are going to limit the people who can actually get their hands on a console, then those people are more likely to go and buy some games at launch, buy more accessories at launch, than you are the people who are just going to buy the system to try and resell it for for you know you know but that person will buy stuff someone with if the system's out there but it, it but it will it, still it, have it, a person who it will buy imp- stuff. Possibly. it impacts the initial 
launch. It impacts the initial launch because like the day of, the day that that system drops, you bet your ass they are going to be looking at sales numbers from both console, accessories, and games. And if you if you like put the system out there where somebody is just going to get it to resell it, then that's a system that's floating out there that's not having extra purchases tied onto it. It's a system that somebody's just going to profit off of eventually. Um, it's for the holiday season, though. Most of these purchases, although admittedly, they'll be used then and there. A lot of those purchases, especially for where it's going to be released, speculated uh, mid-November, a lot of those are going to be Christmas gifts. So, like, it doesn't matter how the person gets it because everyone's only going to access a lot of those features on Christmas. Um, if it was, like, a launch that was earlier in the year, I would get this. Yeah, sure. But like, it doesn't matter because of where it's placed. I, it's, I just, my point being, it is gross. It's a gross business move in my eyes. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I love Sony. Like, I love Sony, but I have to be critical about this because this is shitty. I, I I don't I don't think it is at all. I don't I don't I don't think it is at all. Sorry. It's just because because I like for me it annoys me. It annoys me to see that you know okay as soon as as soon as the system comes out you've got stores that are already out of stock and all of a sudden eBay is loaded up with you know the console for double the price mm-hmm. that that it was being sold and everybody has the right to do that like you got the right to to buy something and resell it for whatever I think that's gross too don't get me wrong that's well, a gross thing for people to do it it is but it's their right to do so and it's and, Sony's right and for me personally, I like I I like the idea of somebody who is going to appreciate the system for what it is, or is going to have a better chance of getting their hands on it than somebody who's just going to buy it to resell it to make a pretty penny during the holidays. That's my take. That's my take. Is that somebody who is actually going to value the system, is going to invest in the system, is going to invest in games, is going to be the first to get their hands on the system, because. What I don't want to happen is that all of a sudden you've got stores during the holiday season that are completely out of stock of the system. The only inventory is on resale sites online. And, you know, because we've got COVID and everything else going on, that it's going to be like a Nintendo Switch scenario where it's like seven months before more systems hit the store shelves. I think that this is a smarter plan that's going to net Sony more money initially because I like for right now, I I don't I, like it's going to be super limited to begin with because of what's mm-hmm. going on with COVID and everything. So I mean, ten million is still a good chunk. It's hey, not enough for everybody who wants it. No, no launch has uh, quantities that uh, go along with supply and demand. No, and like. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, me personally, like I have no qualms with what they're doing here because maybe it's because of the fact that like, hey, I'm going to have a better opportunity to get one than friggin Johnny No Name who never plays a PlayStation. Like it could just be the the bias on, on that point. But I don't know. What like, if it's someone's first console, though? What if it's a cherished gift that someone would receive? Why does someone have to be special? Why can't you get a new fan than a fanboy? I mean, I, I, I get that. I get that. I, I understand where, like, from looking at that point, yes, 
that that's my whole point about the worthy thing it's like it's a machine let someone just buy it and yeah if someone resells it it sucks but at the same time it could be someone's first thing like their their parents scraped it all together to make it happen and they knew that they were going to get it from a reliable source like Sony themselves. I mean, I, like I said, I, I I understand that point of view. I think it's just, I think it, it's Sony trying their best strategically to have a successful launch with this. And I think... I be, think it's already going to be successful. I though. mean, it, it, pro- it probably will be. But I, I like, I, I'm sorry, but I applaud them in at least doing something... To keep it from just being, you know, being the Nintendo Switch again, where like, oh, Switch came out, but it's gone within the first two weeks and nobody can get their hands on it for months later. And and now that you've, you know, we've got COVID and everything happening, it's like, it's not like they're going to be ramping up production. So like, I, I don't know. I, don't know, I get I get what you're saying with the whole like, hey, it could be somebody's first console. Like, you know, for them like that, that does that does suck and it could be part of the reason why sony is still like trying to push the ps4 as well like they're really saying everything like, we're not giving up on the ps4 like there's still games coming out for no, it that's true. so that's true. you know so like it's it, a smart ecosystem they they sony as a whole has always supported their previous console for as long as humanly possible mm-hmm. the ps2 was alive so deep into the ps3's life cycle mm-hmm. Admittedly, when the PS3 and PS4 jumped, everyone was like, fuck the PS3. But that's because we had like 12 years of it. So, yeah. like, yep. that's a weird case in that st- in that statistic. Yep. I don't know. Like I said, it all, it all comes down to the fact of, like, I, I would prefer, you know, someone like you or someone like me having a better chance of getting their hands on the system than somebody who's just going to resell it. Like, that's just bottom line for me. And... And like, ow, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Like, I, I could talk circles. Fair. I could talk circles around this all night. You know, like, I don't. I'd rather is there, is there, is just go to anybody. Is like, there, I'm not special just because of what I put into but, it. But, but you are special. Yeah, but you I don't need special. a PS5. Sony at thinks launch. you're special. I don't need them to think. Accept special. your specialness, Ashton. If, if I was special, they would have sent me those ten dollars they gave out people. But I'm not. Except you're special. Accepted. I I have <laughs> sixty plus platinums. Yes. See, you are the special. <laughs> I'm Gucci. Um, I'm Gucci. But uh, the reason why, like you know, it seems to be that this is going to definitely come out on uh, um, September 9th is that Call of Duty will be. Uh, showing off the first multiplayer aspect of the new uh, Cold War game, and I guess Sony is going to be the first people to actually show it off. I mean, they so. get those exclusive uh, timed events. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps that the PS4 sold so well in the last this. Gen- gen- I don't know what to call this. Last lit this whatever. I, it's a generation. Yeah, I don't know what to call it either. To be honest with you, um, but. That's it, man. That was that's that's it. Oh, you got something? You got something? We need a break in between these segments. You need a break? I need a break. You need a break? I need to go to the bathroom. Okay. All right, everybody. Taking a break. Taking a break. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Be back in 
two shakes of a that was rabbit's tail bunny's tail I don't know Ashton making me edit audio with a damn break <laughs> I might as well check too be right back guys All right, we are back. I'm back, waiting for Ashton still. I've got to the bathroom. See? I had a drink of water. Here I was thinking I wasn't going to have to do no goddamn audio editing, and now I'm going to have to cut all this. You could have put an ad in there. You know, like an ad to where you could find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible. Uh, (laughs) That's what we need to do. We need to pre-record an ad. (laughs) Just be like, boop. I mean, at least, hey we, at, least, at least we did it at the end of the gaming news section, you know, not in the yeah. middle of it, so. No, no, I was patient. I had to go but, for, like, an hour. But I think it's time time for some entertainment. Hey, I like entertainment. I like being entertained. I <laughs> like watching things. And we're going to lead off the entertainment tonight with na 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 Batman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Captain so. Sparkle Pants. <laughs> the sparkly vampire himself. <laughs> sparkly emotions all over. We finally got a trailer for the Batman. I like the name. I like. I like it too. I like that they're just calling it the Batman. Um, there was a older. <laughs> Like mid two thousands cartoon called the Batman. It mm-hmm. was an interesting take on it. Yep. Um, there's also the Batman comic storyline, where it's more said about the the early years and it's very gritty, dark. Which definitely shows in this trailer mm-hmm. where they copy Daredevil and have him beat someone repeatedly and then stop and then start beating him again. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I was when I first watched the trailer like I was like all right like this is visually I like it it reminds me of um, it looks it it looks like in between the Nolan and like Tim Burton kind of like a a nice in between of those two styles especially with the way they're making him look as Bruce Wayne 
It's like yes, like they've. It's. I don't want to call it an emo look, but it's just very. He looks strung out. He's a hipster. (laughs) I mean, he He doesn't sleep. He looks more like a fucking vampire in this than he did in Twilight. Yeah, he's he's a he's a sparkly pants man, and you know what? You can't stop him. But I, I there is one part of this trailer that I want to really mention. There's the part where there's a crime scene, and you got new. James Gordon, but he's a black guy, so that's really cool. <laughs> yep. That's really cool. Thank you for the follow. Um, and then he's like walking in the screams, like, "What's this riddle?" Boogie boog picks up a card, and then Batman's just standing there, and it's mad hokey. It that that whole scene just feels <laughs> like cheese because of how he's acting as Batman in that room. Yes. It's. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's not what they're aiming for. I'll tell you that much because, oh, oh, this is going to be, it's going to be a garbage movie, but it's going to be, it's going to be like the room, but the Batman, get it? The, that's what they have in common. So I'm, I'm calling it just because, just because Rob Pattinson there is playing Batman. I'm, I'm just, I'm calling it Batman, the Batman. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what I thought was kind of funny was like, it seems like every Batman movie, there is this interaction with criminals for the first time. And they're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, everybody's like, I'm Batman. Vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the most stereotypical Batman thing you could have in a trailer. Oh my god! Of course he's gonna say I'm vengeance. But it's like, are they really doing the Christian Bale growly voice again? Did he growl? He does. He says like I'm vengeance. Somebody says it like that. That's the only way to be Batman. You can't have a voice modulator or. Did you know, Batman, when you see his little face there, there's actually an invisible shield that goes over his mouth, Mm -hmm. helps him breathe and stuff. Mm -hmm. It also has a voice modulator. Modulator, yes. Yes. Crazy. (laughs) No, this I know. As soon as they did that scene in the trailer, I'm like, oh, we're we're, going to get another one of these scenes. It's like, everybody knows who the fuck Batman is. I mean, here's the one thing I'll give Batman versus Superman. Batman... Uses a voice modulator mm-hmm. because he's Batman. <laughs> Just, I'll give that movie one praise. No, if you if you go back and you watch the trailer again, like I like I, I keep playing it in my head. I'm vengeance. <laughs> and it's like there's he does like this little growl before he's vengeance. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean the Batmobile's cool. The Batmobile, it's like a the like a old GTO awesome. sports, but yeah. it's got like this jet engine thing, like yep. modern tech yep. in the back. Oh, it's so cool looking. The, the His bat- suit's cool looking too, minus you know, the cowl. I'm not a big fan of like the mask. I think it's it's a little too weird. Um, I like the suit. I like the bat. I like the Batmobile most of all. The Batmobile. Mm. The Batmobile is sleek. Um, I don't know what to expect from this movie. Um, you know, I'm. I was hoping. The Riddler. Colin yes, Farrell. Yes. Catwoman. Who's playing Catwoman? I don't know. But Colin Farrell is the Riddler. Like that's. that's no, Colin Farrell's a Penguin. Oh, he's a Penguin. Yeah, he's, way, he's in the trailer. You see him way, for like split second. Either way, just having him in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm a massive Batman fan, and 
like I remember seeing trailers for you know Batman Begins, you know, and especially the Dark Knight, and being like getting giddy like a new Star Wars movie was coming out. Um, but this one here, it's just like okay, all right. Like I think Batman's overexposed. It's like it's like I'll 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 watch it. Oh, and, and maybe I'll be su- surprised, but I didn't get the reaction to it that I thought I was going to get. Same. Um, Same. You know, for me, like, like the Joker, for instance, like that, just that movie from the trailer blew me away. And then eventually seeing the movie itself, I was like, holy, like, this is awesome. Like, I mean, I, I know that like they went with a completely like original story for that movie for the most part Mm -hmm. um but just the way they portrayed his character the build-up to how he becomes the joker all that stuff like i know it's not rooted in any type of specific because i mean like it could it it could be but there is a new joker comic line right now that is literally going over his origins is there yes Um, it's called three jokers oh interesting because spoiler alert Interesting. There's three jokers. I have a uh, I have a guest in mind um, it, in an upcoming episode at some point. He's another streamer that I met. His 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 stream tag is uh, Psycho Batman is his name, um, and he from you know from me talking to him and watching his streams, he's pretty well versed in uh, in comic books because he was playing the Avengers game and apparently. Um, you can get a fedora for the Hulk, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, Joe, fix it. Yeah, and it's like, he's like, all of a sudden he just started going. It's like, wow, that just reminds me of Solomon Grundy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you go the other way, but sure. <laughs> so, but he had a point with that. I'm like, yeah, like that. That, that is very, that is very Grundy. <laughs> he's um, one of the strongest characters in DC Universe. Um, so. I definitely want to have him on at some point and we can talk more comics and, and stuff does like there, that. Does there need to be another Batman movie right now? I don't With think that, all I don't, of like the I drummed up stuff involving I, Batman? I don't, I don't think there needs to be one, but part of me is just wondering if this is more of, of DC doing the okay, like we're going to make the movies are not going to tie together. They're all going to be just yeah. their own standalone thing. And, and that's it. So is this movie <coughs> just going to be a one-off like they did with the Joker? Like, is it just like, okay, if like, it's successful, I, I mean, cause they're, no. they want to make a Joker too. Like they, they're <laughs> trying to write that in a way that it makes sense, but God damn, do uh, they want a Joker too? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do that, but obviously it's Hollywood. Like post, post so. psych ward. Um, like just have him more developed before he goes in the dip. But with, uh, with this one here, like, you know, I mean, you're right. If it makes money and it does well, obviously it's like, you know, they'll, they'll get sequels in, in the works. I mean, they could have a sequel in the works before the movie and the first it's Hollywood baby. Yep. We make money. Yep. Yep. Um, too so, much money, but Ashton, you informed me of this today and I didn't even yes. know it with Batman. And this, this, this pleases my heart. So this is a apparent <laughs> rumor, but it's speculated with, the new Flash movie that is going forward, that there will be three Batmans in it, one of which played by Michael Keaton. 
Yeah. The return of the good Batman where he's an insane murderer and probably kills like 20, 30 people in that and first he, movie. And he can't turn his head. He can't. <laughs> he can't. Did you know he was wearing um his boots are technically like uh they're like Air Force Ones or something. Like mm-hmm. they're really stylized sneakers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, cool stuff. But yeah. Three Batmans, because the Flash movie will be about Flashpoint, where it's time travel and there that will tie into what was done previously in Batman versus Superman, where mm-hmm. you see the Flash. Um, they're gonna do a lot of stuff, reworking it into like the the Snyder Cut stuff that they're adding, and it's really cool. Uh, one of the other Batmans being Ben Affleck too, like he <laughs> yeah. gives him a new suit. He he's very involved with what apparently the beginning of the movie will be so cool so what what actually leads into this rumor and why this rumor could be true about michael keaton reprising his role as batman in this upcoming flash movie is there was actually concept art that leaked for the movie Uh, i didn't know that yes concept art actually leaked and the picture is literally the flash standing in the front with his arms crossed and on his right shoulder it be standing behind him is michael keaton batman on the left shoulder is is batfleck so um and it is official concept art like it's not it's not something that was just thrown together it's it was official art that leaked from it the art was actually put together in 2000 18 i think is okay. when when they when made the it first okay so um but yeah so that's that leads into that this rumor may be true yeah um, they're gonna and, use that movie to fix a lot of the issues that happened in uh i mean it's a good idea everything I mean, it's a good idea considering you know the flash is like technically the only one whose time travel arc makes sense so yeah. <laughs> in comic book world in comic book, yeah i mean <laughs> speed it's relative so if you can go fast enough you einstein <laughs> it was funny on one on one of the streams the actually the last stream i did where i was reading off fun facts we were talking about how like time like relates to black holes and mm-hmm. we actually had a one of the one of the viewers on my stream was like yeah like i actually studied this stuff and i'm like what i forgot what he's like he's called him Oh, he's a dude who studies space. <laughs> oh, astrophysicist. Yes, yes, that's that's what he was, and he's like goes off like puts on this like paragraph long like explaining, and I'm like, dude, I got science on my street because yeah. <laughs> the gravity is so forceful, it bends space time. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so lots of lots of Batman news, lots of DC news on this podcast because of fandom. So. Yeah, and you know what? I wanted to add another thing. They did the cheetah reveal for Wonder Woman with a new trailer, and it looks good. I didn't see that. I'll have to watch it, that. Ooh, it looks good. I did ooh. not see that one. Yes. Check um, it out. So, yeah, uh, but moving on, something else that is now in the works that was originally a rumor that has now been confirmed and will be starting development soon is Netflix is in full swing to bring a Resident Evil series. Um, exclusively, it's going to be a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first read it, I'm like, Ugh, now don't don't do it, don't do it because see, I was I'm, excited <sighs> in the beginning when I heard it. Um, 
I was thinking like, oh shit, this is going to somehow tie into the movies and I'm not the biggest fan of the movies. Um, but Wait, it's, what? It, what are you telling me? You know, like the movie series where the ultimate goal of the bad guys was to eliminate all life on the planet so that they could then rebuild it and have immortality because of God. I just, I just don't like how they took the like the game storyline and was like, ah, we're not gonna do this. We, we're gonna have Raccoon City. We're gonna have Umbrella. We're gonna have zombies. We're gonna have liquors, I and mean, we're gonna throw the rest of the lore out the window. <laughs> I, I like the movies myself. Like the only, the only reason that I enjoyed anything about the first movie is because I got to see Resident Evil characters in like live action like setting sort yeah. of. Yeah, that's cool. But, but I like, like but, the first one the most and. There's I no, got. I mean, honestly, I gotta say, like, in there? I, I, I gotta say that um, out of all the movies, I think it was the, the second one that I enjoyed the most. With Nemesis, With that's Nemesis. a good one. Yes, it's yes. good. Yes. that is a good movie. Yes, you got Jill in there. You got Chris in there. <laughs> yes, it's so a like, fun time. So that one, that one, I can kind of get on board with. Um, so this series that Netflix is producing um, is going to follow the Wesker twins. And if you are a fan of Resident Evil, you know the Wesker name, or you should know the Wesker name. And how- it's, the, it's the bad guy <laughs> that wasn't really the bad guy, but they made the bad guy, and then he's not the bad guy no more. Um, so... With this series, the setup is is that, you know, the world's already been completely ravaged by the T-virus. You, like most of the, the population across the planet, is either zombies or mutated animals or whatever. Okay. Um, a city is constructed that they call New Raccoon City. And it is a very corporatized city. Like, it is, like, it is completely umbrella. corporate run they don't specifically say it's umbrella neo they, umbrella they just or... they just say that that this that the city is is basically a core it's a corporate built city but the people who live inside the city basically don't have a lot of knowledge of what's happening outside the city they try to like build like this kind of in a sense a kind of utopia for people that are still alive and aren't infected by the t-virus um and these two characters, uh, Billy and Jade Wesker, um, they are 14-year-old twins uh, who are growing up in this new city. They have no knowledge of what happened before or anything. Their life started in this city. They've been growing up in the city. Um, as the series progresses, they're supposed to be uncovering secrets about what's happening around the world, uncovering mm-hmm. secrets about the corporation that built the city, and then eventually, you know learning secrets about their father, Albert Wesker. Um, Then the series is supposed to flash forward like 15 years to when the one girl is 30 years old and she is separated from her twin sister, but it's setting up a whole storyline of like, maybe her twin sister wasn't really her twin sister. And it just, there, there is like this whole, like it's supposed to be like this, like, family drama tied in with like what's happening in like the resident evil universe. But the thing that I really appreciate it about it is that 
it's to tie in with the game universe. I don't know how that's possible, though. I mean, I, I like I, I get it. Like, like Wesker's not going to appear in the series, obviously. Well, no, that's not dead, what I mean. But like, the world's never destroyed. It never get like six happens, and there's a large city in China, which you know. It's crazy. It's well, like the most people die well, in that city. They don't say that like the, the whole entire world is destroyed. There's still like cities that are around. It's just like most of the world now is be like like I think they said it was like uh, they're they're saying like five and a half billion on the planet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can tell you right now, from all the ones I've played, unless stuff changes drastically in eight. There's still a lot of people, like half well, the that's, po- it's like that's what makes me wonder if like if 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 eight is gonna tie in like directly into this series, just because like, you know, there's some funky shit happening in the trailer for eight, you know, Chris Yeah, come, werewolves and vampires and, and, and yeah, ghost and, things and, 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 and Chris coming back and capping people in the head for no reason. Well <laughs> or there is a reason. There's and, spoilers. So it's like speculation even about the trailer. There's a lot of spoilers in seven, four seven. I um, mean. you mean for eight? No, as an eight discussion spoils stuff that happens in seven. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but uh, but no, like, uh, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. It could be good, you know. I mean, most of the time when we have television or movie adaptations of video mm-hmm. games, it's like. Eh, you tried you tried i I, I like resident evil i'm a little over zombies though and that's where i'm like like i am too and that's where i like where these shows are starting to explore like more into characters that exist in these worlds and what's happening to them that's not just being attacked by zombies every single day it's like Mm. how you actually survive in a world like this and i think adding the drama of the fact that these characters are tied to albert wesker is is kind of cool you know so i think that they're going to do their very best to to make these characters be their own thing and not just be like oh because they have the wesker name that's that makes it you know popular i mean here here's the like besides the wesker thing you could call this something else it doesn't have to be a resident evil thing no but it's gonna sell because it's it's gonna sell because it has the resident evil title attached to it i don't know like there's a good pedigree behind it though too with making it you've got the dude who um uh, wrote Supernatural uh, is gonna, is behind it, and you've got uh, one of the directors from Breaking Bad uh, that's that's going to be one of the showrunners. So it's like you've got good people behind it running it, and you know, like I said originally, I would I would probably shit on something like this, but we see how good The Witcher is on Netflix and how Never popular. It. Um, I've seen like six episodes, and it's really good. And I've never even played any of the other games besides the first one. Um, it's it's a great series. It's also like I want to finish it, but uh, it, that's the thing, and that's where like I'm gonna give Netflix credit where it's due. Where it's like okay, like they are kind of thinking outside the box when it comes to this stuff, and not just doing what Hollywood has done, you know, repeatedly with taking video games and adapting them for film. They're like, <clears throat> want to hear an interesting note about Netflix? They might buy Paramount. Interesting. Yeah. Apparently they got Paramount money. 
<laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, like Paramount's a big movie studio. Like that's a lot of like you figure. It's, I don't know how Paramount's doing though. Like when's the last successful movie that they did? Anything that's I mean, not Disney, I don't really pay attention I mean, to or WB. Last I threw the. No, I thought. Never mind. They're not. I'm, I was thinking that's Columbia. I was thinking Paramount was Sonic. Sony. So, they did Sonic. Uh, they did that Sonic. was the last movie. Yeah, they did do Sonic. Um, but with Netflix as you know, on as our topic right now, uh, I actually watched something on Netflix here. I haven't had much time to catch up on watching things, but mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I watched this short documentary series called I Am a Killer released and it is a documentary about this uh, guy who was on death row and because of a jury selection error um, his sentence was reduced to 30 years and he served all 30 years and was released and they basically just kind of documented like you know the last few days of him being in prison and then his reaction to like coming back out into the real world after being locked up for 30 years probably wanted to go back like shanks (laughs) i mean he was really it was interesting because he was like really like kind of blown away by you know cell phones and how they worked and just being in a modern car and but it's funny because they showed him playing video games what? and yeah they they had a they had a scene where he was like playing video games and this i don't i can't remember if this older woman oh, was, hold on why are we giving video games to people in prison? <laughs> he's no, no, no. He's not in prison anymore. He was released. Oh, okay. So All right. After, I was, I was way confused. After, like after he was released, he was put into the, he was put into the care of, I don't know if it's an aunt. I forgot who it was, but basically this older woman who was teaching this dude how to play PS4. <laughs> and I, they were it looked like they were playing that uh, the Laura Croft uh, game that's kind of like Doom something Shadow of some, no, what's Shadow of the Tomb Raider no not Shadow of the Tomb Raider because Shadow of the Tomb Raider is another one that's just like all the rest of the Tomb Raider this one was it's called Laura Croft and the something 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 it's oh like, is it's it like a twin stick shooter because uh, they have like one of those like Diablo-esque yeah, that's what, yes, that's what it is. The one that's like yeah. very Diablo-esque. And, and like the temple of the mystical blah, 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 blah. And you could see like he was getting so surprised at the frustration that was building up because he was having a hard time like understanding how the mechanics of a modern day video game work he's so it's like it's like if you really think about it like games are a lot more even the most simplistic games these days are way more complicated than when you used to pick up an nes controller that had two buttons (laughs) yet they feel so simple even now but it was it was really interesting you know to to see the perspective of of someone who you know has been shut away from the real world for so long and then has re reintroduced back into it you know like we've seen movies that have done this but there hasn't been too much like real life stuff um 
obviously throughout the entire time, like, you know, they show about like his reform in prison and, you know, how he found God while he was there and all this stuff. And, you know, he, he, he apologizes profusely for killing the guy that he did. And, and he, you know, he hopes that the family will forgive him and, and stuff like that. But they actually bring in the family into the documentary too. And throughout the entire documentary, they're like, fuck this dude, lock him back up. He should not be free. Like he was supposed to be on death row. He didn't get Mm -hmm. justice. And it like, I hate to say it, but it makes you feel bad for the guy (laughs) because I mean, it's all he's only out based off of error, though. I mean, they're right in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like I mean, for me personally, like I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the death penalty, but me neither. <laughs> I think life imprisonment is the best punishment for anyone who kills somebody. Um, but I also, I mean, you also have to take into account too, like, and we could, we could go down a major rabbit hole with this topic right now. <laughs> but I just, you know, putting it out there, you have to take into account too of like how many people are crowding up the prisons right now. And well, stop. Putting people who buy weed out in prison. <laughs> Put the people who actually do major crimes in prison and I mean, let I think, everyone you know, else the, off the goal, treatment. The goal of prison should be to reform someone to make them a useful part of society again. That mm-hmm. should be the goal of prison, f- no matter the crime. Unless you, I mean, unless it is someone who is just like completely like sadistic, you know, but. If you're like, like in my, my opinion, like, okay, yes, the dude had a sentence that was, it wasn't life. Like he was supposed to be put to death and he sat on death row for like 16 years, just waiting, just waiting for 16 years. Like, oh, is tomorrow going to be the day they come and take me? Is tomorrow going to be the day they come and take me? And then, you know, all of a sudden, like, okay, there was, there was a, you know, an error and his sentence gets reduced to 30 years, which was the maximum charge for the crime that he committed. Um, All right. So, but during that time, like, you know, he, he didn't cause problems in prison. He basically like, you know, he got into what most happens to most prisoners who are reformed. They find God, they find Jesus. Well, and hold on. And, this is an important question. Yeah. Was it like first degree murder? Did he plan to murder somebody or was it like manslaughter murder? So if I remember correctly, it was, so that's it was important it, detail. It, the guy who was killed was a store clerk who was also, he was gay and oh. something had transpired between him and, and this store clerk here and that like it, it it made it sound like it was like a blackmail scenario and oh, instead of sounds and, way and, worse bro. yeah and, <laughs> and, and instead of the dude being blackmailed he he shot him in the chest five times all right so he <laughs> was being blackmailed yeah so like i mean and this is going off of like what his i mean he's still sticking to the the story you know even after getting out of prison he's sticking to the story like and i forgot exactly what it was, was there but, proof uh, of the any proof on no his side? There, there was there was no proof i mean it, like all that came down to it was the fact that you know a store clerk got shot five times in the chest but there was no robbery that took place. He didn't steal anything from the store or anything like that. Um, his his whole thing was is that 
he was being blackmailed <laughs> in some all right, way. All right, so. all right, all right. Either, yeah, he was being blackmailed or he literally had the intention of murdering somebody. Though. And that, and that's, that's the thing. So, like, there's no clear answer in the documentary on that part. But I guess, like, for me personally, it's like, all right, yes, what he did was horrible and it never should have happened. And, you know, he's... He got punished for it right away. It wasn't like they went on a manhunt to find him or anything mm-hmm. like that. He was arrested. He was charged right away. I mean, he was the they immediately it was Texas. They immediately put him on death row. Oh, like, <laughs> well, here's the thing about if they could, they, they put a lot of people to death. Maybe too happily put people to death. I'll just say this is about Texas because I know they from up. Let's go. Woo! I'm not saying all Texans. Calm down, Internet. I love you. So, like, I guess, like, Netflix actually has another series just called I Am a Killer, which basically. In yeah, the I've seen it. Yeah. So this one is called I Am a Killer released. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I, th- I just th- I just thought it was interesting. It was really interesting, you know, um, to see. I Am, I am see, a Killer is really interesting. Seeing the perspective of of both both sides I mean, obviously like if some i mean i get it like if someone were to kill my loved one you know it it it, it would definitely sting to see that person walking free again playing video uh, games <laughs> i mean don't worry the dude's under like major parole like big no, time yeah, so you know. um yes but, the dude's part now well that that's exactly it like you know it, it's it's shitty what he did but if you know if if at the end of the day you know it led into society as a whole benefiting after it instead of just two wasted lives then you know there's something to that so yeah, it sucks. I just I like for me, I like I wasn't like I'm not like yes, I'm sitting here saying like I feel bad for the guy in some instances. I think the part that I feel feel bad for is the fact of like okay, I did something horrible. You're going to put me you say I'm sentenced to death. Let's just okay, like let me serve my sentence and not for 16 years every single day think oh, I mean, yeah. is this is this going to be the day? Is this going to be the, the day? The fact that so many people <laughs> sit on death mm-hmm. row that's kind of an yep. issue. Yep. Like I said, we could we could go down a major rabbit hole with uh, with this topic right now. Um, but uh, Ashton, is there anything that you have watched lately, or anything you've wanted to? I know you've had a lot going on the past week yourself. So I watched a few horror movies. One that is currently trending on Netflix called One Br. I so I saw a thing pop up for that. I'm like, what is this One Br? Don't watch it. Because, <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> it's, it's like a snuff film in a way. Like, it's like I finished it, but I wasn't happy about the ending. It's, it's just, uh, it's weird. It's interesting to a certain degree, but it's like about being absorbed into a cult force of forcibly that's really the main plot i'm not gonna spoil it yeah but it, you know that might be your thing you might like it but like for me like there's just uh, fight back characters should fight back fight back please and i also watched all lucifer 
that mm-hmm. I mentioned. Yeah, we were talking about before. that earlier. Yep. Um, what? Here's the thing. First three seasons, they build up in quantity of episodes per season. Like the first season's got 13 episodes, 16 episodes. Next one's like 18. Next one after that's a full 26. And those seasons suffer from just having the formula like going out. It's not the greatest, but once you get to the Netflix episodes and it's more focused on what I was trying to tell you, it's very fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and I I would I would love to see more of it. Not too much more. Like it should end soon. Cause it's at five episodes. There's a second half of this season coming out. But it's still enjoyable. But like at this point, unless they do something big with the story, it's kinda like, yeah, I get it. But uh, like I said, it's technically a sequel spinoff from The Sandman. And it is that Lucifer. It does have a lot of uh, like a look of what it would mean to be Lucifer. And like his deal in like everything that happened biblically. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like mythos that goes into it. Mm -hmm. I love Catholic Catholic, uh, mythology, basically. Like Mm -hmm. all the, the... Angel wars and stuff, that's vastly interesting. And frankly enough, I don't think it's used enough in modern media because, like, that, it's deep. It's crazy. But, like, yeah, I would check those out. If, no, you know. I, def- I definitely want to check out Lucifer. You know, if I've, I, like I said, I've seen previews for it. Um, and I actually might have even watched one episode. There, here's the weird thing. In the fourth season of the show, I was there's a few episodes where I'm like, this is familiar. So like somehow I have watched it before. Mm. But like I know I haven't like not the show from beginning to end. But it's fun. I'll have to add it to the list. You see butts, butt cheeks. Hey girl, what up? Got a couple of people joining us in the chat here before we get towards the end of the show. Tatted Savage, hello friend, how are you? How's your night going? And Rochelle, hi. Yes, you did get a gift sub. You did. Yes, you sub to us. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, going out to people here who are following us on Twitch and watching the stream and watching the show. Um, if you didn't know, Amazon owns Twitch. Mm-hmm. And they have now added a feature that will allow you to stream and watch Prime things while you're streaming. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're a Prime member, as yourself. long as as long as you're a Prime member. So, um, I think at some point, I think it would be cool for us to find something to possibly watch on a stream with mm-hmm. viewers, and we could all chat about it. So. You know, maybe our fans here, viewers, if you're watching right now, if you're listening on Spotify, shoot us a message. That's right, Stevie Lemons. Watch parties, boy. Watch parties, exactly. So we're going to do some watch parties together, but give us some suggestions about what you think you want to watch. Has to be on Amazon Prime. That's that's the only way this will work. <laughs> yeah. But um, We'll but yeah. watch it. You watch it. We watch it together. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. And we just got 
some bits. Rochelle with the biddies. An anime stream? I don't don't oh. see biddies. Don't no. Don't <laughs> don't see biddies. Everybody says biddies. <laughs> no. Everybody says biddies. No. You can't see any the the no. Watch the boys. All right. So the the boys. I can't. I can't. I can't do the boys unless I'm unless I'm rewatching it because that's well. Second season comes up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's what I'm yes, saying. Yes, the biddies. She yeah. gets it. Gets why we can't say it. Everybody says the biddies. Yeah, <laughs> the tickle biddies. That's that's no. why people say it. We no. can't say it. No, no. These are these are these are raining dollars biddies. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> No, we know why people call them biddies. Let's be real. <laughs> That's right. Biddies. <laughs> Everybody, Rochelle, Stevie Lemons, they know. It's the biddies. <laughs> um, but that's actually not a bad idea. This is <laughs> this is a Christian stream, no biddy. <laughs> no. It's, it's, all right, all right, fine. Um, don't mind all the cursing and but profanity. But that's not a bad idea, Rochelle. Um, finding I don't know how much anime is on Prime, but there's a good could, chunk. So they're also could, starting to um, help develop anime. Apparently, they have a couple licenses that are floating out there that they will start building nice nice well yeah so that'll be something we can do together so definitely people got suggestions let us know but i like the idea of doing some anime i like that one that'd be that'll be cool so one last thing to cover here with the entertainment section is this uh what was it just this two days ago that it happened three days ago? i think three days ago. three days ago um it was the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, who mm-hmm. plays Black Panther in the MCU movies. Um, he uh, had cancer, and this is something that I uh, I didn't know about. I don't think anybody really knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh no, it was a it's a secret. Yeah, like he had it for four years. He had colon cancer. Um, yeah what's the there's a certain level where it's like hey this is like really bad and he had it for four years stage four i think yes yeah stage four yeah um so you know very unfortunate it uh you know sucks the guy was a good actor and he was a good actor and definitely like i mean obviously you could have chosen multiple people to play black panther but i think he filled the role really well uh was awesome and uh it's unfortunate that he passed uh this uh this also you know makes me curious about where they're going to go forward with the franchise a lot of people seem to think and i think this is definitely what's going to happen is that siri is going to take over the mantle as this has uh, been a rumor in the works for some time yeah, like so. i first heard about this a year ago maybe marvel knew but yep. uh they do have a certain initiative that they've been pushing so yep. it makes sense yep so which and, apparently they're doing away with but who knows? it's uh it's very unfortunate to hear and sad sad to lose a guy who was you know brought life to an awesome character from the marvel universe so we'll give her like one last wakanda forever and uh and yeah you know it, it sucks but life goes on a and moment uh, of silence yes please. yes quick one wakanda yeah. forever <laughs> um so <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like the best thing from that movie. I love E Bombay. It is it us. It's awesome. <laughs> um so before we end here, Ashton. Yo. You are the filthy liar this week. I am a liar. I'm going to lie to you all. So what what you got? Alright, I'm gonna go off some of my favorites. Just favorite things okay. overall. My favorite video game all time. Number one, Bioshock. My favorite anime ever to this day. My Hero Academia. My favorite Marvel superhero. Captain America. What am I lying about? I think I know. Well, I would hope you would know. This but is I, like, it's semi-easy. But I will not reveal the answer until the next episode. But in the meantime, we're going to get that poll up. So I'm doing it, I'm doing it right now. See, yeah. Ashton's doing the poll right now. Oh, and we already you. Got, we already got somebody answering you. in the chat. <laughs> we already got somebody answering. But Ashton will get a poll up for people to take a guess. I'm pretty sure I know the answer. This is definitely an easy one. <laughs> and whoa, Crexon, I think you may be right. <laughs> That's my bud. Oh, yeah. Hi, Crexon. How you doing? I play D and D with him. Um, give me one second because I forget what I said. While Ashton is doing that, I wanted to take a second here to plug episode 10 coming up next week. Big excitement. I Big. Am, I am super stoked for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be bringing you an all Star Wars episode. We're going to be talking Top movies. Top to bottom. We're going to be talking movies. We're going to be talking games. We're going to be talking television shows. We're going to be talking comics. Anything and everything Star Wars for episode 10. Oh. So, if you Hold like... Hold on. Apparently, I've just found this out. Polls will stay up for as long as we want them. Oh, well, there you go. So, we'll post a link on social media pages for you to come. You can answer the poll of what is Ashton's lie for this week. I um, am lying. I just lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a true statement I just said because I see a timer ticking down. <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so next week definitely tune in all star wars episode it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm personally excited star wars is like my most favorite thing ever next i time. have so much star wars to watch <laughs> you have no idea i've done the math it's like 115 hours of star wars and that's not including the the new trilogy i, I cut that out because i don't want to rewatch those <laughs> just Right out my life. I'm watching uh, Clone Wars. I'm watching Rebels. I'm watching Mando. I'm watching all all six original prequel movies. Rogue Squad. Uh, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One mm -hmm. and Han Solo. I have not seen both of those movies. Mm -hmm. I have not seen any of those shows. I'm going to be playing some Fallen Order. I'm going to. I'm Star Wars and up. I'm going to be a Corey. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Star Wars. And, and I'm probably just going to continue to listen to the Thrawn audiobook that I've been listening to. So I have been playing KOTOR. I play it on my iPad. I play it before I go to sleep. Just, nice. just for shat. Just so y'all know. So yeah, definitely next week. Please come hang out. We're going to be talking a lot of Star Wars. And, uh, and yeah. Um, but for now... If anybody wants to reach us, you can email us. We are the guys at themidlifegamers.com. You can come hang out on our Twitch channel while we're streaming. Ashton and I have basically lately have been streaming almost every single day. If not, if it's not him, it's me. Um, it's uh, 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 the address for that is twitch.tv forward slash mlg podcast. Yeah, that's where I have. I've invested in a lot of nice new equipment to make my streams so much better. You're going to get the best quality out of my streams. I promise. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, uh, you know, it's been, it's been fun now, especially since we've reached affiliate with, with Twitch. Um, and I just want to thank everyone who has supported us to get to this point and everyone who continues to support us. Uh, all the people we love who, you. Yes. All the people who subscribe tonight, you guys rock. You are our first set of subscriptions to the channel. That means a lot. September. Sub September. Septem- Sub- September words September Com- combining <laughs> words so yeah I mean you know again you know, if if you want to support us in any way and help us keep making this show um, I, you know uh, there's one thing I would like everyone to really do I I try my best to make all right videos for YouTube, YouTube. we have a YouTube channel please yep. search us yep. we are the midlife gamers on YouTube yep. I am producing uh, a control series currently. I am going to move forward with a Chrono Trigger series. I'm going to start a Prey series and possibly a Marvel's Avengers series pretty soon once it releases. Just want you all to know that's exclusive yep. to YouTube. I put a lot of work in those boys. Yeah, a lot of editing. Definitely, definitely check out the YouTube channel. Um, you can go to YouTube and you know just search the Midlife Gamers and you'll find us. Um, or if you actually go to our Twitch channel, uh, the link is there listed. is a link. There is a link right uh, right from our Twitch profile. And if you are going on Twitch on a mobile device, it's actually the only social link that shows up is our YouTube one. Really? So, yes. Yes. Why? I don't know. I don't know. But it, it works on the <laughs> website. I try. I try. Uh, on the actual like like a web browser on computer, all of our social links show up. But this happens to everybody. It's whatever the first one is on your list when you're adding them to your profile that'll show up on the uh, on a mobile browser. And that go, this oh. goes for this goes for tablet and phone. So I if if you happen to be on the Twitch app on your phone or on your tablet, um, our YouTube link will appear at the very very top of the profile um go check out some of the videos that ashton's been putting together he's put a lot of work into those and i soon will be posting up some videos on the youtube channel as well that will be helping anybody basically start to do what we're doing right now um, easy low budget ways to become a streamer to become a podcaster and little tips and tricks so that you know you don't got to go out and spend a thousand dollars to get yourself streaming um, so That'll all be coming soon, so make sure that you follow us everywhere. Follow us on Twitter at MLG Podcast, um, where we basically tweet out almost everything that we're doing. You can connect with us uh, through there to get in touch with the different Discord communities that we're a part of now. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, 
And if you want to come play some games with us, uh, we are now both in the PC realm. Um, I'm not fully set up yet with playing online on PC, but on both Xbox and PlayStation, uh, my username on there is Rise of Defiance. So if you want to come play some games with me, look up Rise of Defiance. I'm at, Atlas. Yep. Ashton is Atlas Strong. I am. Ashton and, the strong on PSN. You yes. can find me. I got a big old game score, boy. <laughs> he does. I got lots of trophies. He does. I will guide you, my children. He's got he's got big trophy dick. <laughs> big old that big dick energy out there. <laughs> but thank you so much again to everyone who joined us tonight on the stream, to everyone who is going to be listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, eventually Amazon and Audible. If you're listening to the show, thank you. Thank you so much. It means the world to us. We are going to continue to get better with every single episode and do our best with this integration of Twitch and recording. And it's going to get better. But thank you so much better. everyone who has supported us so far. I'm it means, means a lot. And... I put yeah. my heart into the things I produce for you guys. <laughs> I just want you to know. Hey, we both do. I mean, we, I we, we, we both, we both, you know, this is one thing I'll thank COVID for is it allowed me the opportunity to do this. I mean, that's true. Oh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people have died, but we got a podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your fucking podcasts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>